When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know what this is. You know what today is. Welcome in everybody. Sports Take. Rob Ellis, Derek Gunn, Barry will be joining us in a little bit. Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, Gunner. before we get to the high hellos and all that good stuff. Yes. Okay? Yeah. All right. I, I, I know you thought there wasn't going to be math, but I'm just going to give you numbers. You don't have to do any kind of any work here. Okay? Wait, wait, let me get my pen. Okay. I just, okay. You don't have to start using your fingers and your toes and all, all right. that stuff to add things up. I want to give you numbers. All because right. I'm excited. Okay. First off, uh, 73 hours. 73, 73 hours. Three hours until okay. the Eagles and okay. the Lions. That's the equivalent of three days. Okay. Eight hours and 20 minutes from right now. Uh huh. That is the Bills and the Rams tonight. Yep. Six hours and 45 minutes. 6.45. That is the Phillies and the Marlins tonight. Phillies, Marlins, okay. But perhaps the most important number that we will use today, the most important metric that we will use today is uh-huh. 100. Do you know what 100 is? Um. Wait, wait, wait. Now, see, I know. So you like to throw me for a loop. Let me think about this for a second. <laughs> we did not discuss this for anybody no, we didn't. who's wondering. We did not no, we discuss didn't. this. We did not. 100. Yes. The 100th show. Yes, it is our 100th show. I'm learning you. I'm learning you. You, I got her. You're. We're always on the same wave. Yeah, wavelength here, man. We we might be in different states and we might be distant brothers, but (laughs) there's a telekinetic fusion. We share bandwidth, man. That's what I'm saying. Yes, it's like do. it's like band of brothers. You know That's what I'm saying? That's what it is. I like when, it. Yes. When, when you that... said the word 100, I'm thinking, okay, there's a trick to this. Let me think about this for a second. Yes. And I said, if I know Rob, 
bam, had to do something with the show. April 18th, 2022, we started. That was 100 shows ago. We have somehow fooled them in, into leaving us on <laughs> 100 shows. I don't know how bad. Is 100 was. shows? Where This is our 100th today, my man. Right, and how's, how's my internet right now? How's my internet? Is it looking good? Yeah, there's, no, good. there's no internet in the house. It's mass hysteria. Okay. Back to the old trusty box right now, so I'm hoping it's okay. Oh. All good. All good, man. Yeah, so um, it, it fitting that today is the 100th show because it is a big day. We do finally have NF, real NFL football. Woo! Oh, Oh, so just a deep exhale that we are yes. here, fellas. Okay. And then, of course, after we get through tonight, and I'm not rushing tonight because this is going to be a great game. But after that, man, then we just dig in on Sunday and boom, here we go. It is so <clears throat> exciting. I know everybody in the chat room is pumped, everybody listening, everybody uh -huh. streaming. And I know you guys are excited, man. See, here's what I like about tonight. Um, I don't even care who wins. I'm not I'm not a fan of Buffalo. Right, I'm not a fan right. of the Rams. But we're watching a game where there are no more starters playing for just one series, a half, a quarter. You're not going to see a bunch of guys in the second half who are going to be looking for work elsewhere. Right. From start to finish, we're watching. <laughs> I may be looking guys. for work elsewhere. Yeah, and rightfully so. <laughs> rightfully so, by the way. Um, but we're watching. And rightfully so, Derek says. <laughs> Let's not just gloss over that little lie. <laughs> right, 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 right. Here I am battling, trying to find internet and everything else to be on with my boys. And what? <laughs> he takes a shot at me. Well, you know what the bottom, bottom line is? You know, get you before you get me. That's the, that's <laughs> that's the, code, that's the code of the East. That's it. Because I know it's coming. So I think I'm that was in mine. the Bible, I think. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm gonna gonna get mine. yeah. It's not an eye for an eye. It's a gun for a B. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? An eye for an eye, a shot for a shot. <laughs> yeah. But but it's, it's going to be meaningful football for 60 minutes of football, three yes. hours of it football. Counts. It, it counts. counts. This one it counts. This one counts. And two evenly matched teams. You know, I, I, I wouldn't be as hyped if it was like Buffalo playing Houston or somebody like this. This is two potential teams that we could be seeing in February on the final most meaningful game of a season. And so I'm uh, jacked. I'm jacked for this. Yeah, I mean, usually the NFL and the pundits will overhype a game. Uh, and, and, oh, my God, can't wait till Jacksonville and the Bears meet. This is yeah, – okay. throw out the record yeah. books. And you're like, yeah. what? What did I miss? But no. this is real. Like, it, it's not hyperbole, Derek, for you to yeah. say no. that this could be a Super no. Bowl matchup 100%. I mean, this is – the NFL's coming out, like, swinging for the fences here. Exactly. With the yes. Great yeah. game, great matchup. You got potential – uh, MVP candidate, and you have the defensive player of the year past couple of years. This will be one of the this is like an iconic type of, of you know, get the season started, you know. Mm -hmm. Bam, in your face. This is what the NFL properties has, has has turned out for the first game. This is what we're giving you. We're giving you hot fire as this, as we go. Fire! On. Hot yes. fire. We are rolling, <laughs> man. And we appreciate everybody's love here. Uh, everybody, you know, Fitness Rebel, Chris, Linda, our guy, James, David, Coach Marcus, General Anthony, everybody, Fitness Rebel, of course, Jim G. Thank you, guys. We, we appreciate you and all the congrats. And we're – look, we're thrilled. We, we – it is a – it's been a great endeavor so far. And, man, we are just going to keep growing this thing. And then you see what the station's doing and Having you see fun, what the show man. is doing. Having yeah, fun. and it couldn't – we couldn't do it without you guys. So thank you for the support uh, for sure. But, yeah, man, this is uh, – it, it's this is Christmas morning. This is one of those days where you get up, you don't need an alarm clock. You know, you're pumped. You can't wait. 
you're counting down the hours. Yeah. You know, all the things you're not supposed to do, you know, enjoy every moment that you're in and all that stuff. Right. But this is one of those days where you're like fighting yourself. Like, oh, oh, how soon? How soon, man? What time is it now? Let's go. Well, the game comes on at what time? Eight o'clock, baby. Eight o'clock. Eight twenty. Yeah. yeah. So that means I got to get my, my wings ready. <laughs> I think I, uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and suck it up and get some some uh, onion rings. Yeah. Some onion rings. Yeah, do it up today. I mean, yeah. White yeah. Ca- some White Castle. Yeah. This is a no, cheat. Actually, day. I was actually up in um up in, in, in Central, almost like in between Central and North Philly. Mm-hmm. And how about I got me an eight pack? I mean, a, a 10 pack. Oh, no, you did. No, you did. No, a 10 pack. A frozen burgers? He said, no, man. No, no, fresh? Not frozen. Yes, fresh. Did you eat them all? Why you got to get all personal, bro? <laughs> did Did you eat them all in one sitting? I'm going to set the over under at four and a half. Four nothing. I've seen this man eat. See, he won't answer me. No, did no, no. no honestly, no, I didn't eat them all. But I made what, six. This, 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 I did make six, which was three double cheeseburgers. Okay. I mean, you know, three double bad. cheeseburgers. So yeah. I took, I took, I took, I, I took, um, it, you only got the ten pack, a ten cheese pack, of the of the singles. So I just took one piece of bread off and, and mashed the uh, two together. I mean, I took two pieces of bread off and mashed together. So it's a double burger, but I took one of the uh, two of the buns out. Oh, that's uh, really like out. three. That's really like three. I think. Yeah, yeah. So it's three yes. actually. It's yes. three actually. Yeah. Why, why not just take? Why not just take? Castor oil, Maalox. You know, I mean, if you want to clean out your system, if you want to clean out your system, don't do that to the people. It's lunchtime, man. This is ironclad, baby. That's how you get that six pack. There's no boundaries on this show. We discuss everything. Everything's on the table. Why not just go ahead and just pep the bismol something? Just get it all. Just. Just, I'm with Fitness Rebel. It, it is a cheat day. It's a, t- today and Sunday are both full blown cheat days. Well, you do what you got to do. It's exactly. wings. It's burgers. It's yes. it, whatever you're into. Whatever floats your boat. It, you you got to let yourself live. A but little this bit. is the question. This is the question. Rob, are you yes. working today after this? Uh, yes. See what? <laughs> what? You want to be able to enjoy the game? <laughs> no, no. I actually, what what I have to do will be done right at kickoff. So okay. I'm good. Nice. Yeah, I but, am good. But, but then you have to drive home, right? Uh, no. What I'm doing, I can do from from the uh, from the from the compound. Oh, there, you go. Okay. there you go. I'm there good today, go. man. I there listen. As much as I could, this is a lo- this is a day that's marked off on the calendar in in advance. So oh, okay. I have I have this, and this is also. Dad, can we? No, no, yeah. no, we can't. <laughs> right, 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 right. If uh-huh. you need anything done, get it done now. We'll, Dad, we'll can we order Chinese? No, you cannot order Chinese. <laughs> no, no. Listen, Derek, this is actually a day where I'm like, order whatever you want. I'll be down in the in the man cave, and you yeah, guys go bananas. Leave me alone. Yeah, leave watch, me alone. watch whatever you want. I'm I'm down here. Right? I'm in the office right now. I'm working. That's yeah, I'm in the office. I'm, I'm exactly office. right. This is this research that, that I'm that doing. doesn't work in my house. I slip away. Where are you? Yeah. What do you mean? Where, you, what do you mean, where am I? Yeah. I'm upstairs. I'm right turning off my phone. Derek, I've, had the, I've, I've, had, I've had these kids for more than 30 minutes. I need uh-huh. help. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you upstairs? Yeah. I'm trying to watch the game. Why don't you come down and watch it here? Oh, With no. all of us. No. Yeah, that that never works out. <laughs> and all of a sudden he turns around. Um, you know, Do you not see Cruz sitting over there? Yeah. 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 <laughs> or or, it's, or yeah. it's, how was your day? What did you do today? What happened in school today? And I'm like, <laughs> yes. And it's fun, the uh, funny thing is, you know what? The funny thing is, that's exactly what happens. Or yeah. it's three dogs running in front of me barking. Right. And Lord, help me if the doorbell rings 
because the dogs go nuts for about five yeah. minutes. Or <laughs> someone decides. To tell them. Yeah. Well, you know what? Trish is going to do. She's going to oh, make what? you. She's going to bake you some of those. She she makes these um, peanut butter cookies. Oh, my and, goodness. Oh. And then she puts a, a Hershey kiss in the middle of them. Oh, what does she make? She, oh, yeah. She'll probably make you those. Uh, no, she won't. no, no, no. I don't want her to make me anything today. You know why? <laughs> why is that? Because after the game, I get to clean up. The... My wife is a fabulous cook. But when yes. she's done, and she'll, she'll admit this, when she's done, it's looked like the North versus the South in the Civil War in the kitchen. <laughs> they got pot. I'm cleaning dishes. I'm filling the dishwasher. Yeah. At a moment when I just want to relax, because after I'm done watching a sporting event, Yep. Whether it's baseball, football, whatever. 11, 12 o'clock is when I start, you know, like I'll, I'll clean up the kitchen, mop the floors, you know, put load the dishwasher, wash the dishes. You doing but, this at midnight? Oh, yeah. You don't I'm the last man standing food. in my house. He sent I'm me a text last, last night at 1.30. This, this right. guy's unbelievable. What is he doing? I don't know how he does it. It's unbelievable. And guess well, what? I got to bed I got to bed at 3.30 this morning. I was up by 8.15. Well, well, you know what? You guys, you, you guys don't really – like when I watch the game, I watch the game – Purposefully, because I, I watch and see what the defense is doing to offense. I try to shut it down, but you guys watch it and you guys log everything. I, I right. couldn't do that because I missed right. the game. Yeah, I missed the game. It was so hard with Chip you Kelly. I swear to God, man, I would. <laughs> I try to chart every. I do every play of the Eagles games. Okay, yep. every single yep. play. I every do too. Yep. And I can't do that. Oh my God, with Chip Kelly, with the hurry up, man, it oh, yeah, was yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah, you were missing stuff. I don't care who you are, you were missing stuff. Like you were just missing. I used stuff. to be in the truck. You know, I used to be in the truck for yeah. ESPN. Yeah. And when I'm in the truck, we're trying to. You can't even go. You can't even go to um, replays or anything. You know, it's it's back to back. Yeah. And Lord you, you knows, can't go you to miss El- a play. They, they call it Elvis. You can't go to Elvis. Yeah, Elvis, you know Elvis. So you can't go. To, do it. Anybody got any reaction? No reaction. Roll blue, roll blue. No, silver, silver, silver. We got yep. it's mass hysteria with those Chip Kelly games when we were there. It was yeah. oh, See, it was a hundred miles and going. I was trying to keep up with Chip Kelly's play cards on the sideline, all the pictures and stuff. Oh. That would mess up my law. What did you just put up? What was that? I trying know. to figure out his plays, you know. <laughs> but you know, John Dickerson's a D gun walks around in his boxers and undershirt when he wants people to leave him alone. Hey John, I've tried it, doesn't work. <laughs> I've tried that, dude. Thanks for that. All my visual. kids goes, oh yeah. And my wife will go, really? Are, yep. are you being a good example for your kids? My kids are grown. I'm not trying to be an good example, example for them. I said, Mole, Mole, if they do that, yes, I will. Yes, I will. I will I will be the Jackson 5. I will have the afro. I will sing all five of them. I'll even try to play the guitar like I'm Tito. Okay. If they go, I like if it. they go the first quarter of the season like that, yes. All right. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you heard it here first. Uh, so today we have James Palmer for the NFL Network. James is going to be joining us at yes, one. Sir. How about this schedule that James has? So he's got the, the Seahawks and the Broncos this week. Russell Wilson going against his old team, right? So he's got that one. Yep. Thursday, he's got uh, the Chargers and the Chiefs, which is a killer. He's got that Thursday. Then he's here in Philadelphia on Monday night for the Eagles and the Vikings. Oh, he's so said he's he got some great games. We're going to hit everything with, with James. So he's going to be joining us at one. A um, couple of odds and ends here. So the, Howie being Howie, man, uh, restructured Lane Johnson again and Jake Elliott to create some cap space. He converted, you know, regular salary into signing bone, whatever. These guys are still getting their money, but it, it makes it more team friendly. I think this is like the third or fourth time they've redone Lane Johnson. Exactly. I mean, Lane's still getting it, but he's getting it a different way. You know what? Every time this happens, I'm thinking, uh-oh, Howie's up to another move. What's coming yeah. next? Yeah. Anytime he's freeing up cap space, something's coming. Yes. I, I, and I'm trying to figure out what. 
and who and how. You know, they say he likes to go into the season with like ten million um, on the cap. You know, I mean uh, that he can maneuver with in the cap. So um, them doing that, I, you're right. I mean, Lane getting a little, and I, as a player, you want that because you get more money up front. You That's get right. Sign a bonus. That sign a bonus. Right. People don't say you get that sign a bonus ten days after you agree upon you sign it. Sign it. You get the sign of those no less. It has to be there for more than ten days. Yep. Mm. Hey, B. Brooks, that's a, that's, a, that's nice. Wait, wait, wait. I'm waiting for ours. I, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Rob, you waiting for hours? Could <laughs> be a long wait. I'm not yeah. gonna say anything. Let's move on. Uh, but I got Mr. you. What's Yo, the up? biggest signing bonus you ever got? Me, uh, biggest um, six fifty. Six fifty, and out of six fifty, how much of it was after agent fees, uh, entertainment tax? How much you how much did you clear out of six fifty? When I got it, when I got well, first of all, when I got the check, right? I'm thinking I got seven fifty. I looked at it. I actually looked on the back side to see if they, you know, wrote some other you know numbers on the back of it. I couldn't believe it. It was like it was like three oh two or something like that. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was like three oh two. That's probably about right. Yeah, it's about right. Yeah, it's like about forty. You know, at right right around there off the top. I'm more than mom. Ooh. Mom, since the prayers out for my mom. The whole household has COVID right now. No. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, no. All right. Feel better, Mama Brooks. Yeah, Mama Brooks. The, the whole crew. And yeah, how many people in the house? Uh, my brother, his wife, and my my uh, my niece. Philip? Philip? Yeah, Philip. Philip got COVID. Oh, okay. He, right. he, he, oh. he, he, he's a Browns fan. I mean, it just stuff just happens to Browns fans. They, they <laughs> wow. just don't have any luck at wow. all, bro. Oh, man. Uh, praying, praying for the Brooks yes. family. Yeah, Thank feel you, better. You, feel Thank better you, for you, sure. You, so let me hit you with a couple other things I thought were interesting. So uh, Miles Sanders said that he 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 says that the, tw- the hamstring issue was just a tweak and they were just being overly conservative. All right, we'll see. He's good to go on Sunday. We'll see. Keep your um, fingers crossed. Yeah. Jeff Stoutland said that Lan- – a guy we, have, we don't talk a lot about. This is interesting. We need to. He had a great rookie year. He said Landon Dickerson is the most improved offensive lineman on the team. And said that the difference between Landon Dickerson this time last year, entering his rookie year, to now is light years. He said that this guy is playing at a ridiculous level. Like when Stoutland's saying that, I'm like, okay, I got to take notice here with this. Well, wait, let's put it in his proper perspective. Okay, when he says the most improved offensive lineman, okay, um, Lane Johnson is accomplished. Kelsey is accomplished. Samalu, Malata. Malata's still getting better. I mean, it's still getting better. Um, that's pretty. But Malata also got forty plus million dollars, which tells me they are comfortable with where he's at. Right. So Malata uh, got sixty, sixty-four million dollars. Was it sixty-four? I thought it was forty yeah. something. No, sixty, sixty-four, and that was actually a bargain basement price compared to what they're going to make this year. What what tackles are going to make this year? It's like five years, 64, 68. It's around 64, 68 million. What? Yeah, he, yeah, he went to the he, – he cleaned them out. Yep. Okay. He cleaned them out. Yeah, man. Kind of like White Castle uh, – nothing. Okay, keep no. going. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go make a run for the company, man, my company. And, and once I get up there, man, it's terrible because I get up early. And I left early because I knew I, – I knew that I had to make that stop. Mm-hmm. So I left an extra hour early. You gave yourself White Castle time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my there, Rob, there you go. Yes. There you go. And then I come home, and I walk in the door. And I, I got like you know, 30 minutes to the show. Everybody's screaming. I'm like, what's going on? No internet in the house. Oh, man. That means there's no TV. 
know anything. They, oh, I wow. gotta come. I gotta come in and, and diagnose it like I got a degree in it. Oh my god! It just says Texas. You see all it. That's how it's mass hysteria. You know all these. That's how. That's how my brain feels with this uh tech stuff. I unplug I the uh, router, plug the back in. So you know what you need to do. You need to get more people living in your house that knows tech stuff. Like me, when I have problems. No, I'm trying to I get call, everybody out. I call Alex, Tina, Jordan. They go running like the Keystone Cops. They figure it out, bro. I don't have Hold to worry on. about that. You know? Hold on. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, you back good? up? Okay. Yeah, back on. Go. All right. Hey, who's this dude? Who's this dude, Michael Rosenfeld? There he goes with the contrarian hate, D-Gun. Who, who, what's up with this dude? Seriously, normally I don't acknowledge this stuff. Yeah, I say word of advice: don't don't pay attention to trolls and don't give them any. any, Man, that's what you do, D Gun. You hate. Oh yes, I hate. Okay, whatever. Move on. (laughs) I'm done with that one. Let's go. The other thing I thought was interesting: he said that they wanted to put Jurgens, use him at guard too, and teach him the guard position. Yeah. But because Kelsey was hurt, they couldn't, and he had they had to use him primarily center during the season. They're going to train him at guard too. Just in absolutely. Case. In fact, I think he's the first off the bench to play guard. Yeah. You yeah, know, they're... um, I don't have a lot of confidence because everybody, I mean, they, they, they love him, but I don't have a lot of confidence in, uh, what's his name? Um, um, dad on it. Uh, Sue Opeta. No, I'm no. not an Opeta fan. I, I like him. He's a big physical guy, but I don't think he has it as far as, you know, moving lateral moving. You got like to do that stuff. I don't like his feet at all, but he's yeah. going to, he's a mauler though. But I don't like his feet. So I think up next, you know, when you look at the backups, you got um, Josh Seals, who's mer- virtually a tackle. More so Who a tackle. was a surprise got... to make the team. <clears throat> yes, I'm definitely surprised. Then you have um, Jack Driscoll, who's a tackle slash guard. Very, you know, he's, he's very good at, at going in and being that stopgap guy. But I really believe you put Cam in there at guard or center, um, you wouldn't have a problem. You wouldn't have a problem at all. I mean, he yeah. got to learn the guard position, but it's not much different between the guard and the center position. In fact, it's easier being a, a guard because you got two people around you, you know, on both sides of you. Right. And you don't have to snap. You just instantly coming off the ball and hitting somebody. Right. So it's actually a little easier for him. So he'll pick that up easy. But I think he's the first guy. If one of the guards goes out, he'll be the first guy they'll put in at guard. Well, I thought, I, you know, the other thing I, I think, it, it, you're right. That's interesting, Barrett. I think the one of the other things that Statlin said that I, kind of caught my my ear a little bit was they could potentially move lane over to the left side if something were, were to happen to my lotta right yep. now because you're down because you don't have dillard to back him up yep I, I don't know i mean i i don't i think lane could handle himself don't get me wrong but i don't know do you want to weaken two spots or are you better off keeping lane at the well, right remember we no, talked leave, about leave this lane where he is man. yeah we, we we talked about I'm this with you. yeah we talked about this back when they had um jason peters in fact we actually talked about it on, on breakfast on broad Mm-hmm. And they actually would, you know, they had, they went through that type of situation and um, Peters got hurt. And I'm trying to think of who they put in. They moved, what's his name over to our, um, uh, uh, the guy that went to uh, the Colts. Oh my goodness. The tackle, he said he's playing, he started actually starting um, left tackle, not for the Colts. Um, um, uh, he played guard. Dennis Kelly? No. No, he played guard he for was us. Mathis. No, no, he played then. guard. Let me look, let me look it up. Oh, my apologies. My apologies. Let me see. Um, I'm trying to remember who who was who it was that long ago. I'm still trying to get over. Barrett said he's not a, a big fan of Opeta. I've never heard Barrett say he's not a fan of an Eagles offensive line. Dennis Kelly? Are you talking Dennis Kelly? Matt That's what I said. Pryor. Oh, Matt Pryor. Pryor. Oh, Pryor. So easily you guys forget too. I forgot him too. But yeah, Matt Pryor. Matt good, good Pryor. Showtime got it too. Good work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He um. 
he went over to to uh left tackle to play left tackle, uh-huh. and they kept laying it right because Lane was like, oh, you know, he said the same thing you just said. They don't want to um, weaken two positions by yeah. moving him over there. So they said, I'll just stay where I am. And the quarterback knows that, you know, he kind of faith Like quarterbacks, they're interesting because wherever they feel comfortable, without even thinking about it, they fade to the strong side. Mm-hmm. Without yeah, even thinking about it. With Hertz. it. We see it with Hurts a lot. Well, know? he's going he's gonna to fade. He's going to fade to the strong side. So even unconscious, he's, he'll yeah. be unconsciously doing it fading towards the strong side, you know, just because he feels more comfortable over there. Right. You know, so I mean, it's, it's, they do it naturally. Quarterbacks do it naturally. You can watch every quarterback and where they fade, that's usually the stronger of the offensive line. It fades to that side. All right. Let, but let me hit you guys. and We're going to dive heavy into the birds next segment and, and Eagles expectations based off of what Kelsey said yesterday. But just as far as tonight goes. I, I, Barrett, I don't know if you were on. I think you had a, you were kind of jumping around a little and Derek and I were talking about this, but. I was really surprised by this. the The Bills are two and a half point favorites I'm over shocked. the Super Bowl champs I'm at shocked. home. I'm shocked. That's that very, looks like a rate that that's an alert for me. Like, what's very up? Very telling. Very telling. Yeah. Very telling. Um, yeah, I was I was in this conversation, okay. and I didn't quite understand it either, simply because I understand they're the Super Bowl champion, but you have the MVP on the um on Buffalo. They were weakened because they took. A defensive end from the Rams. Um, yeah, Von Miller. Yep. Their DBs, their starting DV is not is not good. Tredavious White is out for this game. So yep. they might have a they might have a rookie starting. Well, no, I doubt it. They're gonna go with um second year guy uh from Florida. Zadir's a these names, bro. I am not. I, a I got guy. you. We, an we, ex- we don't need I'm, to get into the new show. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, and and there's a kid that started um that was starting for was it um, a, a local team? Van, uh, Villanova. It started with Villanova. It's actually, um, you know, right now competing for the starting position. Mm-hmm. Uh, is um, Right now is um, uh, Kyrie Elam. Kyrie mm-hmm. Elam, him and, and Christian Benford from Vander, uh, from uh, Villanova. Okay. Is now competing for that starting position. They, they love this kid. Bender, I mean, they loved him. He was a six-rounder from out of Villanova. And he made – just making the teams an accomplishment. In that. Oh, no question. But he balled. I mean, even when I did – I did I did Villanova – I did Villanova – what was it, Delaware? Mm. Del State or Delaware? Delaware. That's, Delaware. Always, that's a huge rivalry, yeah. Villanova, huge Delaware. rivalry. And this yep. kid balled out for him. So, I mean, I, him and him and Christian, you know, Christian and and Kyrie are, 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 are trying to see who's going to start, man. So, at this point, I think Elam's going to start. But Benford's not far behind him. They like this kid a lot. Okay. Man, right. well, look, I I actually I think the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. That said, I like the Rams tonight in at home in this game. I think it's mm. going to be really close and a great That's what game. I, I, the both teams are going in healthy. Yeah, I back the Rams. Rams are at home. They're going to be jacked because th- th- this is where they begin their defense. It's no slight against Buffalo because Buffalo's a very – even though Buffalo has, to me, the toughest schedule in the AFC, I still pick them to be the AFC representative in the Super Bowl. I just don't understand how Buffalo's favorite on the road going east to west in the Rams' backyard on national TV to kick off the season. I, I you know, I don't know. Especially, especially they got an unstoppable converse, uh, combination between Stafford and Cup. I mean, it's going to be oh hard to start something, you know. And then and Aaron Donald, oh my goodness! Right, you know, and, and 
And they got Wags back in the, they got Wags in the middle of that defense now. Bobby yep. Wagner in the middle of that defense. Uh Leonard Floyd is still there. I don't mean I don't know how you do that either, man. I mean, they still have, you know, one of the best secondaries, man. I, I like what they they have in the secondary. Absolutely. I don't know how you do it either, man. So you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it's it's like either way, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. It, it's it's what you know. It's why you love this stuff and why you get pumped up for this stuff. It, it is. But the and key it, matchup, right? And to come out with this kind of game, man. Yep. It, it's what it's all about, man. But see, see, Rob, I don't take the same approach you would take. Like you, you're letting the the volcanic eruption build now for the, for kickoff. I have so many distractions that I'm 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 of the frame of mind. Oh, it's eight o'clock. Showtime. See, right. between the time we get off this show and kickoff, I've got like ten different things I got to do. Right. So that will consume my time from just pacing and waiting for them to kick off this game. <clears throat> the game will be upon me before I know it, and then I will try. And I emphasize the word "try." I will try to settle in with minuscule distractions, which may not be possible in Bro, my house. You're not gonna talk about my family like that, man. Ooh, <laughs> hold up, man. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Well, you mean you I'm know, not going to talk about the fact? What? What? <laughs> the other thing I'm going to do, I, well, I, for me at least, I, I Philly started six forty, so I can I, as I'm yeah. doing what I'm doing. I'll the Phillies. I'll get a good hour and a half jump on the on the Phils before that game starts. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be good to go, man. It's going to be a fun night. It's so, be a fun so what's going time. on with that, man? The Phillies, you know, that's that's a conversation itself, man. It was a great win. Yeah, it was a good win, and a really good defense. Uh, Falter continues to do his thing. He's they they're. Others are picking up the big – like, Real Muto's been great, but most of the stars, you know, Harper's look. Harper's lost right now. How about, um, how about, Sosa, that, how about Sosa, though? I, I think he's pressing. I think Harper's pressing, um, yeah. and I think he's in a funk. He actually came up – it was weird. He swung and missed last night and kind of grabbed the side. Uh, you hope that's not an oblique, man. You hope <clears> not, but, you know, we'll see. But, yeah, your Sosa's been awesome. I'll give you a great Sosa stat later uh, when we talk about that. All right, so Jason Kelsey, some really pointed words. And the question is – who was he pointing those words at? Was he pointing them at him, his teammates? Was he pointing it at maybe the media, the fans, whatever the case may be? Yes. About yes, all the above. All yes. the above. <laughs> about you know, really expectations. And I will, I'll, I'll read some of the quotes. I want you guys to react off of it because Kelsey was not in no kind of playing mood yesterday. Uh, so there, there might be a tone being set uh, as we speak. So we'll discuss that when we get back and, and how realistic the expectations are for this Eagles team. So you don't want to go anywhere. Show number 100. By the way, in honor of our 100th show, what do we think, guys? 300 likes today? Sound about right? At least 300. Yeah, give us, yeah, throw us a bone. Throw us okay. a bone. If you could get 350, uh, no, oh, it was over 400, to, to get me to sing, you guys in the chat, you know what? Get everybody fired up. We should at least get 300 for Let's our go. 100th show because you people made this possible. So therefore, Much call your friends, call your neighbors, call yep. your enemies, yep. and tell me get on the show and hit the like button so we can surpass three hundred. Let's go three. Let's hit three today. All right, we will do that. Birds, when we get back, uh, James Palmer from the NFL Network coming up at one o'clock. We got you wall to wall Eagles NFL, you name it. Don't go anywhere. We are Sports Take. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis on this Thursday, Friday Eve, as we like to say. All right, so let's talk a little bit about finances, which can be a scary proposition, right? And I have, uh, I've been right there with you for a long time. I finally found the right person, and that's Jim Murray from Principal Financial Group. I can tell you from personal experience that he's someone that I trust 
with my investments, with my finances. Whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, if you have a small business and you need help setting up your employee benefits, that's another resource that Jim can help you with. I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollover with Jim, and I couldn't be any happier, and you will be too. Trust me. Give him a call, 610-996-4751, 610-996-4751, or you can email him at murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y, dot Jim at principal.com. That's murray, dot Jim at principal.com. greatest fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on can Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey, the largest workers' compensation law firm in Pennsylvania. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. Even better, Pond Lee Hockey doesn't charge a dime until you win. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. back into sports day i am rob ellis along with Derek gunn and barrett brooks we are jacob sports youtube network each and every day we provide three hours of power from noon eastern to three but we give you programming all 
day long, as you just saw right there. All right, so uh, little news, guys, before we dig into the bird stuff. The Rams have reached, reached contract extensions with Sean McVay, their head coach, and Les Snead, their general manager. Uh, the extensions, no numbers yet given out. Expected to make them among the top paid coaches and GMs in the NFL. No surprise there. Uh, you win a Super Bowl. We've been hearing uh, you know, that this was coming down the road for a while now. What I will give these guys props to, I mean, I'm, I'm more talking Snead than McVay. He's flown against conventional wisdom of just, hey, you better have your draft picks. If you don't have all your draft picks, you can't win in the NFL. He's basically said, screw it. I'm making trades. I'm signing free agents. Uh, I'm going for it now. And if we have to pay the price later, we pay the price later. I, I give props for going outside the box for less need. Well, it seems like that everybody's doing it now. He really um, started the trend, though, back then. Yeah, yeah. It's the New England Patriots model. Mm-hmm. Finally, a team got smart and, and took the New England Patriots model and used it to perfection. When the Rams started this process three years ago, people were like, what the heck are they doing? Why are you giving up all your draft picks for these players? And Jalen Ramsey and all this stuff. You know, what, what are you guys doing? But it worked. It worked. And they're in position to repeat. They're still mm-hmm. as strong a team in the NFC as anybody just to get there. I would stack them up against anybody in the AFC. You know, it worked. I'm so, And I've said this so many times. I am shocked more teams haven't followed this pattern. It, it, I really am. I am too. Um, for a short time, Howie did the same thing, but I don't think it was because, you know, he was worried about the um, – the, you know, the, the consequence of repercussions that goes with it. I think he was just doing it because he just couldn't draft at first. Now he can draft. Now he's going back to the conventional way and going with draft picks. Mm. Well, he, he, he is, but, okay, he brought in James Bradbury. He brought in, Has, you know, Hassan Reddick. He brought in Kazir White. He he he, you know, he went out and got the, 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 the safety from the Saints. So it's it's a – with Howie now, it's a, ba- it's a better balance of what yeah. he's doing. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, it's right. look, I, it, it's no denying. I mean, look at the drafts the last two years. We just talked about Landon Dickerson. Now Stoutland said he was the most improved offensive lineman. You got that. You got Devontae Smith. You got Milton Williams. You have Kenneth Gainwell. Yep. That that year, and and look, we'll see with Jordan Davis and, and Cam Jurgens and uh, Kobe Dean. But you know, we'll see how this draft goes. But you know, so far the last couple of years look pretty good uh, with the way Howie's gone with this. All right, you want you want a less Sneed um, fun fact? Sure. I used to work with his wife at ESPN. We were production assistants. No way. Oh, get out of here. Who who also used to work for the NFL Network. She was one of their original on-air personalities. Do you still know her? Do you still know her? I haven't talked to her in, you know, 20 I was going to say call her and tell her to get less on. Let's get less on. Another fun fact. uh, One of our other production assistants was Manny Diaz, the college football coach. No kidding. We were all we were all production assistants together. Yeah, and then are Manny, you kidding me? No, and then Manny went into the you know the coaching world, and uh, the rest is history. So there you go. Yeah, I hear you are, Rob. You're, here you're I stuck, am with you. Stuck two. with up. Yes. yes, six degrees of, of Boy, Rob Ellis. Of, yes. of, six degrees of just going downhill, huh? Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, the, look, the big the big takeaway yesterday was Jason Kelsey and how. You know, him essentially railing against comfort. He doesn't want comfort. He doesn't want guys to get comfortable. This is all about, you know, expectations. He says expectations are just that. They're bleeping nothing. We got to go out there and play. The moment you're comfortable in this league, somebody's coming for you. 
We got Mr. T and Rocky three. He's going to be hunting for us every week. And we haven't won bleeping nothing. We're not even the champion. So we better work our bleep off. Uh, I think when expectations are high, you tend to let things go a little bit. When expectation is low, we got to fix everything right bleep now. Otherwise we get fired. Otherwise people are going to be out on the streets. Uh, he says, I don't know. yeah, he says, but to be honest, I don't like comfort. I think comfort is bleeping terrible place to be in this league. I know mm-hmm. everybody expects us to be a Super Bowl champions in Philadelphia right now, but I think that can definitely happen, but it's definitely not going to happen being comfortable. I could guarantee you that he goes on, but I, I, I won't read all of it, but clearly a message being sent here, guys, who's he sending it to his teammates, the city, who's he sending this to? Yes. Yes. And yeah. yes. Check every yeah. box. Every yeah. box. I mean, this, this city right now is in a feeding frenzy about the prospects of this team. And maybe, maybe, maybe a few of his teammates started feeling themselves looking around, looking at the talent, looking at the prospects, looking at their schedule and are starting to feel themselves a little bit. So Jason Kelsey basically brought everybody back to earth for a moment. Hold up. This is not a sprint. This is a marathon. And along the way, you've got to, you've got to sidestep a lot of landmines to get to where you, we want to go and, and where you want us to go. This is not going to be an easy journey by any stretch of the imagination. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised Kelsey said it. Kelsey put everything in his proper perspective. You know what? It looks good now, but we've got to play 100 miles an hour every week to be that team that we think we can be. And in, in, in the most versatile meaning, uh, versatile way to put this, the meaning is right there. This is my coach, Russ Grimm, used to say, guys, we haven't pissed a drop yet. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. They have done nothing yet to, to 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 garner, you know, them feeling comfortable about anything. The best place to be is being comfortable with being uncomfortable. You have to make sure Absolutely. that you know it's always going to be a fight. When you think you've arrived, that's when you're you're going to go start going downhill. Because when you think you know everything, that's when you know absolutely nothing. nothing. Yep. So yeah, you know, it's, it's good that he said that. And he's especially making an example to the younger guys. But people in that locker room, this 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 is this is what Jalen Hurst calls rat poison. You know what I'm saying? Let yeah, everybody 100%. come out there, yeah. they, you know, yeah. patting you on the yeah. back, giving you all these data boys. I used to hate that right there. All them data boys, data boys, data boys make you weak. Yeah. So I don't need any data boys. Well, I let me ask you. Guys you go ahead and get going. Kelsey's lived it. Fletcher Cox has lived it. Lane Johnson. We, we know the guys. Brandon Graham. There's there, there's there's only a select few. That yes. have have won a Super Bowl. Yep. Do you think some of this is he can kind of sense that his fellow teammates are sniffing themselves a touch because of some of the hype, Absolutely. and he, he's being Probably. proactive? Like you guys have no idea what it takes to to get through this thing. This this absolutely, this Probably. absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and rightfully so. Who yep. better who better to send that message than one of the most loved, hardworking players who've ever come through this city? who knew what that grind is like, right. who only has a handful of teammates left from 2017 that knew what it was like to go through the trials and tribulations of not just playing the game, but bandaging up this team when future Hall of Famers, pro bowlers, fell by the wayside along the way. They won a Super Bowl. With, I, still, I mean, let's, put, let's, let's look at this. They won a Super Bowl with a backup quarterback. Backup left tackle. A backup left tackle, but a backup quarterback who has done nothing since he left Philadelphia. And I love Nick Foles. Nick Foles is one of my all-time favorite people. 
But he, let's, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Since he's left here, what has he done? Absolutely. He's been a journeyman. Yeah. But for that one moment in time, everything, it was the perfect storm for this team. You know, you think about backup left tackle. They didn't have a future Pro Bowl special mm -hmm. team player. They, you know, your, your quarterback was an MVP candidate, the leading MVP candidate. He, didn't, he wasn't there for the final show. And they won the Super Bowl. How many other teams can say that? Yeah, exactly. I, exactly. I I don't know any teams overcome starting left tackle, starting quarterback, starting middle linebacker, best special teams player, no. starting cornerback. I, I'm not sure that's ever happened in the history of the NFL. Uh, we, you know, we've seen a couple backups step in and, you know, uh, Hostetler, I'm, who's the other one? I'm missing one, but whatever. We've seen it, but not to that extent that the Eagles had to. So I just think this is brilliant, man. Honest to God. I, I, I think it is so – because Sirianni isn't the type to do that. It's just not – you know what I mean? It's not really his nature, his personality. Was Williams a backup for Washington? Doug Williams. That's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's, a good that's, one. that's it, Barrett. That's yeah. a great one. Um, yeah, so I, I just think that's, to me, it, it's a captain type of move. Yes. Is what it is. Absolutely. Oh, you, I'm glad you said that because you know who the biggest backup was that won a Super Bowl? Tom Brady. Right. Oh, that's right. Drew Bledsoe got hurt. Oh, Kurt Warner in. stepping in for Trent Kurt Green. Warner. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, uh, Drew Bledsoe got hurt. But people were like Tom who? Tom who? Mm. Six round pick from Michigan? <laughs> who? Yeah. This skinny dude here? Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Opie Taylor. Yeah. Uh, Opie Taylor. <laughs> and it was the beginning of a dynasty. That's yep. true. That's yep. true. Uh, yeah. So that I, I just thought when he he said that, I'm like, he realized. And the other thing about Kelsey is, he's not one of these guys who says, "I don't listen to sports talk radio. I don't read. I don't read what, what's being written. I'm not on social." He'll tell you, he knows, he knows what's going on. He's in the public too. He's not a, you know, just stay in his house kind of guy. He's, you know, you guys know he's out and about, you know, you could run into him at a bar restaurant or, you know, a park somewhere. And so he knows what's being said and what people are, you know, putting out there. So this is his way of getting in front of it. I think it's great. I love that they have players like this that are willing Me to too. do this kind Me of too. stuff. You know? See that, that message, that message had to come from a player. It couldn't come from a, a second year head coach. Yeah. It had to come from a player who was there, who lived it. You know, as good of a motivator as Sirianni can be, that player had to come from a highly – that message had to come from a highly decorated player who's walked it and talked it mm -hmm. and gave the speech of a lifetime to cap off an incredible, un unimaginable season yep. for that team. Yep. yep. No question well said. about it. All right, so let's look at – based off of this with expectations. So – they were nine eight nine and eight last year. <clears throat> got to the playoffs, lost. Doesn't that game feel like it was a lot worse than thirty one fifteen? Like I, I know that Tampa took their foot off the pedal. I, I but that felt like a forty four to three game to me. Yeah, anyways, exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, so you know we're going from that to a lot of people saying, "All right, win the division, uh, minimum NFC championship game." Like, how realistic is this jump that we're that we're talking about here? For this team, it's, it's you know they retooled in key positions. I mean, really, if you look on the on the offensive side of the ball, it's only one big playmaker that they brought in is really going to make a substantial difference in you know the entirety of what you think of as far as the scheme right. of um of of the offense. You know, I mean Pascal, he's a nice piece. He's definitely a nice piece, but when you look at the overall dynamics of being an impact player, it has to go with AJ Brown. Other than that. This offense virtually looks the same. It virtually looks the same. 
You got your minus Zacherts. And then after that, you know, what else do you have? You, you, you have guys like Jalen Rager, who was the number two guy, right. is gone now. Now your number one is is is, is AJ Brown and 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 Devontae uh, Smith. Um, Pascal's come in; he's going to be a good slot receiver. You know, put him there, and he he's going to do the dirty work, the hard work, the work that you know that nobody else wants to do. He's, he'll be a guy go up there and dig a linebacker out on run plays, or you know, get the safety uh, on run plays. Um, he's going to be consistent as far as controlling the middle of the field. Then you have Dallas Goddard. You know, he's now the man. Now he's a starter. Now he's he's the he's the guy that will be in for probably 90 to 95 percent of the snaps now those are only big things that mm-hmm. changed in this entire offense mm-hmm. defensively is where i think the biggest impact comes with what howie roseman did howie roseman was able to change this defense from being the worst in all categories to right now we're, we're kind of we're kind of expecting and we're foreseeing the, that this team can be a lot better like mm-hmm. i said yesterday it was great for him to, for me to hear him say, all right, even if I call a bad call, my guys can bail me out. They're good enough to be aggressive when I'm not even being aggressive. That's what he was. That's what I heard more so than it. He didn't say it like that. Right. But that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. Even when I'm not aggressive, my guy's going to be aggressive. So it really doesn't matter what he calls out there. Um, he, 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 you know, I, I, I have a lot of faith that the guys that are out there, the guys that are in between the lines will, take over at some point and, and become productive. So how deep do you think they, this goes Barry? I mean, we'll, we'll get into like full blown predictions, you know, tomorrow, but, but do you sense that this team's poised to make a pretty good run here in the playoffs too? I do. I think they are poised to, I mean, and it all starts, you know, they got to play first, but they have just the right amount of veterans that people can listen to, to really make a difference. To really make a difference. Okay. How about you, Gunner? Again, on paper, they they look like they're poised to 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 be there at the end with the likes of the Rams, Tampa, Green Bay. Uh, but how quickly can all of this new talent fuse and become one cohesive unit? Hmm. Can they? Can the quarterback live up to our expectations or the team's expectations? Um, can they stay healthy? And we and I talk about this all the time. I can't emphasize it enough because I've seen good teams destroyed, i.e. Baltimore last year. Teams destroyed by being decimated by injuries. I mean, Baltimore was like a plague, man, like the Black Plague in Baltimore. You walked into, <laughs> you walked into the facility, you had ACL tear. Bonnie plague, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know, and, and, and it, starts, it starts with the health. Entire positions. To cohesiveness. Yep. And, and then the quarterback, you know. And so if all of those things come together, I fully expect them to be there at the end battling possibly beyond the second round of the playoffs. But there's a long way between now and January to get the answers that we're seeking. Yeah, I, look, I, I think that they uh, uh, will – I think they – barring injuries, I think they will at least win a playoff game. I think they will be better – than they were. I think some of it. I got to see what happens around them conference wise to have a better handle on how far they can go in the in the conference. We'll we'll, we'll get into that. Here, but you got you got. Sorry, but here's a question yeah. that I'm stuck on right here. Now, GI Zoe Sports Radio says no one wants to answer my question. Rob Barrett D Gun. What's the would question? J- would Jordan Davis be considered another first round bust by Howie if he was just a part time run stuffer? No. Not this year. 
No. no. You, you still have Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave yes. on this team. He's got it, a lot it, of money. Yeah, if he's, if he's just your starter on, on inside, it's a different story for me. No, no. Uh, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to take I, – I see what he's trying to say. Right. He's a first-rounder, <clears throat> and if he's just going to be a run stuffer, you would say that would that would be um, – that a would bust? be a bust, yes. No, but but in I, I, in defense of that, I say he's going to have to play more than just first and second down. Not this you know year. No, not this year. No, you're right. You're well, right. yeah, I, I, that's what I mean. My whole point is that if those other guys I just mentioned are gone, and that's still all he is, and he's kind of a part time player, yes. Then, but then that, you can but start that's two or three there. years down the road. Yeah, that's yeah. not this yeah. year. It's not definitely now. not this year. I, this yeah. is. That wasn't a pick that was made just for none of them are obviously, but I mean, th- this was a pick that was made to, I think, start to grow him, get yes. him in shape, get yes. him used to playing the, the, yes. the more snaps, and then let him bloom in year two and year three. He and, is and not. I, yet. Go ahead. I, I, I'm sorry. I'll go as far as to say this. Let's say he was the man. He had to play every down this year. Yeah. If he didn't live up to expectation in his first year, when did didn't make plays? didn't plug the gaps consistently the way we expected him to because of his size and agility. I'm still not going to label him a bust after one year. That means there's more growth that has to be done. Right. More was expected of him because he only played 30-something percent of the snaps at Georgia. So I'm not going to expect him to make the transition to the most difficult level of this game that you can possibly play. There are a lot of first-round players that have to blossom you know, before they live up to that – i.e. Brandon Graham. Look how long it took him yes. to live up to that. I don't okay? know. Yes, exactly. All right? So, no, I'm not going to put him – even if he was if he was counted on to be the man the first year, I'm not putting that, that, that bus cloud over him after one year. Now, year two, year three, if we're not seeing that growth, then we start talking about, uh-oh, how he made a mistake. I agree. I agree. It, it would just – look, it, it would be like equivalent of drafting a, a first-year quarterback and – Oh my God, the guy's not, uh, he's not Peyton Manning the first year. It, it takes some time sometimes. So uh, listen, I, I get it. And I, I know it's a concern, his conditioning. He didn't play a ton at Georgia. I understand, you know, the trepidation going in, but I can't, I, I wouldn't be able to label that guy after one year. Not he's naturally, he's not going to get a ton of snaps because some of the, the different fronts they're going to use and the, and the, and the quality people who are still here with the Eagles. That's a good thing that the, the Eagles have that situation. Uh, and you know, oh. they, they, they brought him in to learn they honestly brought him in play yeah. first down sit back and learn how to be a pass rusher yeah 100%. that was their intention 100 percent. so the areas that that the eagles need to get better at and we we dove into some of the numbers yesterday but sacks they only had 29 which was the second fewest in the nfl they only had 16 takeaways which is an awful number for 17 games terrible mm-hmm. so those two things have to be first and foremost uh with the with the defense you know, with the offense, if you're looking at Jalen, it's really completion percentage, number of touchdowns, and number of big plays yeah. are, are the three areas you look at. Um, because it was a lot of plotting sort of long drives for the offense last year, um, which, it, you know, can be a good thing if you're trying to keep the other team's quarterback off the field or whatever. But you want to be able to do some quick strike, which is what they – Barrett, you know, they label it 40-plus yards. Anything 40-plus yes, yes. is, is a – is a quick strike play. So they're the areas that really have to get better or else this team's just going to be, you know, maybe relatively better, but not taking that huge leap. We're looking for this team now with the expectations of them being good. Now um, 
really, really, really far, man. I mean, we have so many high expectations that it's going to be hard for us not to say Super Bowl or bust. You know what I'm saying? And and don't let them get off on a great, you know, a good foot. Then we're really going to have even higher expectations on them. So, yeah, I mean, it's just the nature of what how we did, how we made them better than um, we thought they were going to be. And yeah. that's it. I mean, even even the most optimistic fan, if we said to them when the season ended to now, you would have added the caliber of of guys that you added. I I don't I think an Eagle, Eagles fans would be like, all right, please. Who did they really get? No, they really got Hassan Reddick and Kazir White and James Bradbury and Chauncey Gardner Johnson and AJ Brown. I, I I think you would have like fallen over if you were an Eagles fan saying yep. hallelujah. So mm-hmm. you know that's uh without really gutting your team, like what was really sacrificed there? I know you gave up a draft pick to get AJ Brown, but what other than that, you know, Bradbury was kind of cast off. I don't think he gave anything up really for, for Chauncey Gardner Johnson. It was only money for Hassan Reddick and, and uh, Kaiser white. You've the, the relative like return that you gave up to what you got back is crazy. Oh, there's, no, crazy. there's no question. There, there, there's no question. Um, how he exceeded everybody's expectations this offseason. You know, we felt that this was a team that was going to grow, a team that potentially uh, had the opportunity to be better than they were a season ago based on their overall schedule. But no, how did Stan Pat? He put this team in a position to compete with the heavyweights right now. And you got to give him so much credit for not being one to just continue this, well, we're just going to develop our young talent, and hopefully, in two to three years, it will gel, and yeah. you know, and we'll we'll have this team in two to three years. I always said, ah, oh, I'm yep. not waiting two or three years. I've got that itch. I want to win now. I want these fans of Philadelphia to be proud of the product we put on the field now. I want people to be talking about the Philadelphia Eagles now. And he did a tremendous job, and it didn't hurt this team's future. He didn't have to give up a future first round draft pick. You got two next year to reload again. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. You you have insurance is what is what it is. Well, oh my um, goodness. Well, you have heard. I can insurance. remember going. I can remember going in off season, and I remember they signed Hassan Wreck, and that was the only sign that we had going up until the draft. And I can remember saying, "Oh, uh, you know, what are we doing? We we haven't done anything in free agency. All you know for the for the two or three weeks free agency first opened up, they did really nothing besides Hassan Reddick. Mm-hmm. And we had done nothing but Pascal all the way up until the draft. Now we're talking May. Yeah, right. Nothing until May. And then all of a sudden, one trade becomes this team opening up into being one of the better teams in the yep. NFC. Yeah, it did. One now, trade right. started. AJ Brown was like the 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 impetus, man. Everything yes, yes. just kind of followed suit after that. Uh, uh Jason has a question for you guys because Barrett and, and Derek can answer this better than me. Uh, good afternoon, Sports Take. I'm leaving Minnesota tonight to drive to Detroit for the game. Any suggestions on places I should check out, football-related or not, wink, wink? Mm. Oh, you know, it's always – Good when place you go to down, eat or drink? Yeah, you guys you have down, any suggestions? Yeah, you go down to mm. – uh, you go down to uh, the casino that is down there, but they have these – um, they have uh, this 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 restaurant. What was it called? Oh, my goodness. It was a, it's a, um, a jazz jazzy type of place right down there on the waterfront. I'm trying to think because is know, it Barrett? Is it okay? So it's it's not on the Blue Note. It's called it's not in the Note. casino. Okay, no, it's down by the casino. Okay. That's not in the casino. But yeah, okay. man, it's it's um, 
Then, uh, I mean, there's just anywhere Greek you town. go down Williams there. says hit Greek Town. Uh, Greek, Greek Town. That's where everything is in Greek Town. Greek Town. Is, now, that's where the casino is and everything. When we when we uh, when we went to Detroit, we always stayed at the Renaissance Hotel downtown. Incredible yep. hotel. Yep. It's like that thing's like an airport. It's so huge. Hmm. There's a barbecue place about uh, two miles away. I cannot think of the name of it, but one of the better barbecue places I've eaten at. If you're downtown near the Renaissance Hotel. Ask somebody who knows the city, where's this barbecue place I keep hearing about? Okay. It's a great atmosphere, laid back, and the food was incredible. Right. Had a great time there. Cannot think of the name of that. All right, well, we'll, th- we'll, we'll just save that thought. Let's let's hit it real quick. We come back. Xander, I'm not going to do the, uh, the, the, the read here. We'll hit it. We're going to have James Palmer join us from the NFL Network when we return. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Be right back. Philadelphia fans were cut from a different cloth. Born into a brotherhood and bonded to our team for life. We believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible. While we may be from different neighborhoods, come Sunday, we are one and we will be heard. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. The faces you know, the team you trust. The Delaware Valley's leading news program, Action News. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, We've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call.
right, welcome back in, everybody. Rob Ellis, Derek Gunn on this Thursday. Barrett had to step off for a moment. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Love talking to our next guest. Thrilled that he was able to give us a couple minutes today. You can follow him on Twitter, at James Palmer TV. Covers the NFL for the NFL Network. Gunner, you don't think James has gone big time? Look at this. Let me just give you the next three games that he's covering, okay? How about Russell Wilson taking on his old team, number one, as if that wasn't enough. Chargers Chiefs Thursday, and then he comes back to the homeland for the Eagles and the Vikings on Monday night. James, what's up, my man? How you doing? What's up, guys? That's, yeah, three games in the first two weeks. Could be more excited. I'm also here in a bomb shelter of some sort uh, <laughs> here at the uh, Broncos team facility, getting ready to hear from Russell Wilson a little bit, do a little TV behind me. This is our little NFL Network setup shooting behind me, so sorry if it looks a little bit little bit weird but uh but yeah we're we're back in facilities full-time guys back in locker rooms and back doing tons and tons of games which i'm excited about that's what it's all about man the gunner you muted go ahead there you go you know it's funny james in all the years i've known you i don't think i've ever seen you without a shirt and tie i don't think i've seen you in a t-shirt uh you know open collar shirt it's always a shirt and tie I'm Listen, it, Gunner, I take it a step further from like every mic is a hot mic. It's like yep. every opportunity <laughs> to jump on television is, you know, every moment of every day is potentially a camera could be on you. So you got to <laughs> you got to be suited and booted. I love it. I love it, James. So let's I want to get to the Eagles with you. And obviously, I know you keep a close eye on them, but let man, it's got to be crazy. The hype in, in you know, your city in Denver for this matchup with, with Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. So what, what's your sense of kind of where things are? Is there trepidation a little bit because it's his old team? What, what's your sense of this game? Oh, there's no trepidation. I mean, they think they're getting a Lombardi trophy this year. It, it is mm-hmm. it is wild here in Denver. But I mean, it's been interesting. I wrote a big piece on NFL.com about it when the new ownership came in. I mean, you now have in the Walton Penner ownership group that comes in with Rob Walton and his, you know, daughter and his son-in-law, Greg Penner, who's running the group and Condoleezza Rice and Melody Hobson and Lewis Hamilton, the F1 driver. Like it's a, it's a wild group that now has the deepest pockets of any ownership group in the NFL. And then you have a general manager that's really in his second season, a new innovative head coach, a star quarterback. Like it's a brand new organization for one of the historic organizations in the NFL. I mean, the Patriots are the only team that have been to more Super Bowls than the Broncos in the history of this league. So, I mean, it, there's a lot of excitement around this team, specifically with Russell Wilson. Now the article that came out on ESPN yesterday, which I, I know Brady well, and I thought he did a really good job writing that piece about their relationship with Russ yeah. and the Seahawks and Russ and, and Pete. People here in Denver, apparently, from listening to the radio, think it's like a hit piece on Russ. I, I thought it was very fair that mm-hmm. everybody was, I don't want to say to blame, but like relationships go a certain way when everybody is strong feelings about their philosophy on how a team should, should operate. And so I, I do think that the Broncos have talking to plenty of people in the building, given Russ everything that he has wanted uh, mm-hmm. from his own office, from seats on the plane, uh, for his people, for his quarterback coach to be out at practice, for all of these different things. They're catering to all of them. And their uh, belief is if you want a guy to play at a Hall of Fame level, give him everything he thinks he needs to play at that level. And so it's it appears their philosophy is a little different than you know the way it was in Seattle and talking to Nathaniel Hackett there's not an offensive system he can't run <laughs> from where he's been and growing up in this league and being a ball boy for Joe Montana back in the day when his dad was coaching. I mean, he knows everything about this game, but he's going to set it all up for us to succeed, but they just haven't played anybody. So it's going to be interesting because nobody uh, starting for this team has played a snap in the preseason. So it'll be interesting in that environment for us to go out and, and play. Wait a minute. Did you say that Russell has his own office? 
Yeah. I've never heard that. It sounds like your demands, Derek. The stuff that you do with with Jacob. It sounds like. I'm lucky if I have my own closet. You know, he has his own office. He's got his own office. It's it is not a normal situation. I mean, the the amount of people that are around him. Now, I look at it from two ways, and, and some people could say, is that a distraction? Uh, I think with this organization, it's not. They're just too young of a team, too hungry of a team that haven't won. So I think they're looking for any sort of leadership as possible. I don't think, and you saw this in the article too, nobody in Seattle ever questioned his work ethic, his right. leadership, his desire, uh, the what, the way he dedicates himself to be successful. And, and if, if all that is needed for that, and I've sat down with Russ a couple of times during this uh during this training camp and, and preseason and the guy is wired one way. And you guys know this Peyton Manning drove guys crazy. Yeah. Like Tom Brady drives guys crazy. If you want to be great and you want to get the other 52 guys in the locker room to be great with you, a lot of times you could be difficult to be around. Right. But right. if you look at it, it's usually the other guy's problem because the, the other guy's going to the hall of fame. Who's yeah. bothering me. So like, I mean, come on now, if you're a teammate gunner and you're like, I'm getting notes in my locker from Peyton Manning on how right. I should be better. That's my teammate. That's not my coach. That's right. that's but right. at the same time, that's the way these guys are wired, and that's why they've been so successful. So I think that's just the way Russ is wired, and he's won, and he's won a lot. I just yep. think it's going to be interesting to see how this offense operates because they have a lot of different things they can do with the personnel around them. But one really interesting aspect of this game, I talked to Russ about it, and he's like, oh, I'm going to play with no emotion. You can't have emotion in this mm. game. And I was like, I don't know, man. I, I feel like emotion there. He goes, you can have passion, but I can't play with emotion on Monday night, which and, I thought and, was interesting. And James, you know, the one thing, the one the definitive thing that really catches a young player's eye is when an elder statesman of the game does this and shows them the blame. This is what 100%. it's all about. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. If you want to get a young guy player's on this team that has one. There you go. That's it. See? They're kicking. Yeah. That's it. Well, so. James, it's an interesting juxtaposition because, I, of course, the expectation is high in Denver, but they're also in a killer division where they're just going to cannibalize each other, right? So mm -hmm. you could see one pundit, you have the Broncos making this deep run, another one saying they might not even make the playoffs considering who they're going against. So what's your sense of, of trying to balance that? Because they, I mean, if they're in the NFC, they might be a total different, totally different discussion here than where they are. A hundred percent. And not just with them, with all four of these teams in this division. Mm -hmm. I, I think there's going to be two of them that are going to be sitting at home going, watching playoff games going <laughs> in the Ooh, NFC yeah. going, I could smoke these teams. I yeah. mean, we could smoke somebody here that's in the playoffs Ooh. because of, you know, and they're going to be sitting at home. I, I think it's, it's really tough. We're going to see early. I mean, the Chargers start the season against the Raiders and then against yep. the Chiefs. And yep. the Chiefs are on a short week. And, and I mean, that could be, all of a sudden, UCLA right at the top, like right away, if they win both those games and get a jump out on, on the rest of the division. I mean, I still don't sleep on Mahomes and Andy Reid together. No. I mean, I, I, it's been weird lately, hasn't it? Like around the league. I mean, I get the love for Josh Allen. I've spent some time with the Bills this offseason. I get the MVP love. I get all of it. It's like, guys, this dude's been the best quarterback in football since he became a starter. And he's apparently getting overlooked right now, which I don't really understand. Uh, and I think he's kind of fueling and, and, and gathering some of that stuff to, to make a statement uh, against the Cardinals and his old yep. college coach in week one. Yeah. Great read. Mm. I, I agree. I think it's, I think it's a Tyreek Hill thing and it's strange to me that, that, that you're putting that much, that many eggs in that basket because of how skilled that guy and, and you have Andy Reed and everything else that goes along yeah. with it. That's, that's for yeah. sure. All right, let's talk some birds here, James, because we, yeah. similar to Denver, there's really high expectation. I mean, Jason Kelsey isn't thrilled with expectations. He went nuts yesterday saying, you know, just, you know, let, let, let's put a damper on this thing real quick. Um, 
just what what's your vibe because you do keep a close eye but you're also you know far enough away from it uh of how good they actually are you know i did both those joint practices against cleveland and i was there for both of those days and a couple things jumped out at me in those days. It, it, there was very, very few reps uh, between, you know, only actually only on the second day because because Miles Garrett missed the first day of Miles Garrett um, going against this offensive line and and going against. Um, give me, give me our right, give me our right tackle here, large. Uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, left tackle, large, largest. Oh, my my lot, yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> it's funny, like my lot and Miles Garrett go only like two reps against each other. And the first one was like a bull rush and, and, and my lot of held his, held his own in a sense. Um, but still I'd say Garrett won a little bit and then Garrett tried to get around the outside of him, probably thinking at that size, he's not keeping up with me. And Jordan just kind of pushed him all the way around and, and Jordan won the rep. Then on the other side, you have Clowney going against Lane Johnson and you're like, they only do one rep together and they're both like, yeah, we're good. But Lane won that rep. I, and I think this offensive line is just so good that obviously everything's going to fall on Jalen to be successful. I saw a really calm quarterback in, in the team period, specifically in the red zone. I mean, I think he has grown a lot of confidence in two specific players, in my opinion, watching those periods, which is obviously A.J. Brown and the relationship they have, but Dallas Goddard as well. Like, mm-hmm. Dallas was unguardable in those two pre- in those two joint practices. I mean, he was doing really whatever he, he wanted to do. There was one play that stuck out really, really well to me. They ran a, like an inside screen where Jalen was going to throw the football kind of on the inside of Lane as he pushed Clowney down this way. But Clowney kind of is so long, he, you know, kind of takes one step and so long with one step, he's back on the inside. He puts his arms up and Jalen kind of scoots it right underneath, right underneath Clowney's arms. And in stride, Goddard just catches the nose of the football and just keeps going downfield and nobody's near him. Cam Jurgens blows everybody up down the middle of the field and he walks into the end zone for like an 18 yard touchdown. And I'm like, this dude, the way he moves and the way I saw him, you know, go against safeties in the end zone, Jalen should have a lot of confidence with who he's throwing the football to and he's protected at the same time. So my point is really, we all know this, it falls on Jalen, but he is so to me level and in command. I know we talked about it this week, but I had a chance to talk to him, you know, a little bit after practice. And he was like, man, people want me to ride waves and I just don't do it. Like, I, I don't really. And he really told me, like, I don't listen to anything else outside the building. And, you know, guys say that. I think with mm-hmm. him, I actually kind of believe it. Yep, I agree. Uh, with him, it's real. 100%. Yeah, it's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you get a did you get a true gaze of what you were looking at in, in that session with the Browns in terms of what this Eagles defense might look like? Well, I'm Gunner. I will say this: I, I'm not real high on the Browns' skill position players. I mean, okay. it's it's really Amari Cooper and D. Like, like that, yeah. that yeah. that's what they have at receiver. And and so, I, I definitely think they cause plenty of problems up front. Like, I had a chance to talk to Sirianni for a little bit, and and we were chatting about the the front, and that's what everybody wants to know: this defensive line and what they can do. And you know, we were kind of chatting. It's like in that preseason game before the Browns game, Jordan Davis didn't have a, a stat but he blew up the game when he was in there. And so mm-hmm. I think there's things like that that this defense does uh, up front that just makes things easier on a secondary where there's like maybe the only question mark on the team. And then you get, you know, CJ Gardner Johnson coming in and you're like, well, okay, now where's our question in terms of um, roster in terms of who's on, who's on paper. I think everybody's now really curious about, all right, Jonathan Gannon. Now there's no excuse or what you have in terms of personnel, let's see what you go out there, go out there and do. And that's mm-hmm. why I think it's, I think that's kind of the focal point of what people are curious about seeing. And, and I think in week one against the lions, like 
I had a long conversation on, on on Twitter spaces. I'm new to the Twitter spaces world, but these like live conversations you can have. I did one for the NFL with uh, Amon Ross St. Brown uh, mm. earlier this week. And we were talking about like DeAndre Swift, him, like TJ. Like they got they got some players. I think it's a pretty decent test, actually. He said Jared Goff's had a tremendous camp. Uh, and I think we heard coach say that a little bit in, in hard knocks. I, I, I think it's actually a pretty, pretty good test the way they can run the ball and throw the ball a little bit for, for, to see what we think about this, uh, this Eagles defense. What is what in your estimation, James, what is realistic in terms of the ceiling this year for this team? I mean, they, they made it to the playoffs last year, nine and eight, but you can make a case. They improve themselves on paper more than any team in the NFL. Uh, so how far can you take this in what we've already talked about is a lesser conference in the AFC. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they should win the division. I think if they don't win the division, that's a problem. I mean, I think that I, I, I would say, yeah, they should they should they should clearly win the division. And I would say win a playoff game. Um, and, and if both those things happen, I think what happened was you answered your question at quarterback. And, and that's really the biggest thing that, that the Eagles need to figure out. You're right. I think they improve themselves better than any other team through the moves that they made in free agency, the draft and, and trades. Um, now, you if you do what everybody expects you to do. It's funny, we're making this conversation, you know, starting it out with Russell Wilson. I think there's a little bit of a comparison there with Jalen at the start of Russ's career. I mean, you have a lot of really great pieces around Russell Wilson in the early portions in Seattle, and he was young and learning things. I'm not saying Jalen is Russell Wilson or a potential Hall of Famer like Russ is, but I think it's set up for that type of team success if the quarterback goes out and runs the system the way the coaching staff wants them to run the system, which is, you know, we know Pete's very run heavy, but I think this team has enough easy throws in this offense for Jalen to make. And I think the biggest thing that I've liked, back to your question kind of, Gunner, from those two days and from mm-hmm. what I've talked to people in camp is, they're letting him play his style of football and mm-hmm. grow at the same time. They're fine with him going through two reads. And if he takes off or makes room for himself to make a play, like why not? If that's what makes him better as a player, I know everybody's like, and I know it's driving the coaching staff insane with <laughs> every question from our boys in the media going, well, is Jalen getting through his reads faster? Did he go through all his progressions on that one before he took off? And, and that's where I kind of get that from. If, if they're cool with one read, two read, and, and I'm going to make a play for eight yards, is that terrible? I, and where he's at, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, James, the only thing I would counter with, and I agree with you, the only thing I would counter with is, number one, I don't want the quarterback taking off too soon um, mm-hmm. because he's not letting plays in front of him develop. His pass catchers uh, wiggle free to get over. And number two, anytime you step across that line of scrimmage, as you know, you're more susceptible. Defensive players hate quarterbacks as it is because they're the golden <laughs> children of the NFL. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see him become more susceptible to taking unnecessary shots. You know, yep. But I, I agree I, with what you're, you're saying. You're right. And, and Gunnar, you're right. And, and you know, we, it's kind of funny we're tying this all back to, like, Russell Wilson. But he's a yep. guy, and Russ and I have talked about it, that is so good at sliding and so yes. good at getting down that he has been so durable over the years, even though he's been one of these guys that plays outside the pocket so much. So if Jalen can can make sure he protects himself, I'm not fine with this sense. But I, guess, I get what you're saying too, Gunnar. But with that, yeah. I'm kind of going – and this is the way it was in Cleveland. It was like – I can go to Devon and just go and look at the defense and go, where's my best matchup with these three guys? Cause mm-hmm. one of them are winning right off the jump. Like, mm-hmm. and that was happening repeatedly. Like if AJ has, you know, has, has ward on him, who's one of the best corners in football in these joint practices. Well, then it's like, what? Wow, Devonte's going to be 
open immediately. And so I think he has easy wins early by what defense has been shown. Um, so I think those opportunities will be there and hopefully he doesn't put himself in that situation too much, but I think he still has that, that ability. I mean, they're not, I thought I heard the other day out of Philly, like they're not scared to call him a power runner between the tackles inside the five, um, along with their backs, which I thought was an interesting take. Um, but <laughs> that they're, they're going to play to his strengths a little bit as he continues. But I think what you have to do is right, Rob, like you have to like yeah. play to his strengths, but have him continue to grow at the same time. Yeah, you no can't question. rely on the strengths and then not grow as a quarterback. Yeah, I, I think he nailed it. That's exactly what their thought process is. James, I, w- I want to jump a, a touch. I know you get two games in front of you before you get here, but I think Minnesota's an intriguing team. And I think they're a team with a now an offensive mind running things. I think they needed to change the scenery from Zimmer. You know, you, you got two killers on the outside at, at the receiver position. You got Dalvin Cook. You got Cousins. You know, some, some certainly some ability on that other side of the ball as well. I think they could be a surprise team that, that's sort of like under the radar a little bit this year. What, what's your sense of the Vikings? It's funny. We on our one of our main uh, pre you know preseason shows to to kick off the year. I forget who it was on our game day morning group. It might have been Eisen or Irv picked Cousins as the MVP for this year, oh. which I thought was a wild statement. Um, but that does show you a little bit of, you know, a new offensive mind coming in and, and kind of the way Kevin O'Connell has kind of gelled with, with Kirk early. And that's been kind of something around the league that people are, are talking about, the, the relationship they gained. I'll, I'll say this, back to the building that I'm in, if, Nathaniel Hack- if they didn't land Nathaniel Hackett, they were going to go with Kevin O'Connell. That he, he, he was, he blew the Broncos away in his interview. And if you remember the process with Denver, the, everybody thought Dan Quinn was getting this job yep. uh, right when it, it became open and the, the history with him and George Payton. And they thought that be bringing in Dan Quinn and like Kevin O'Connell blew the doors off in their interview. They actually wanted to have another one with him um, just to like see some more of him. That's how impressive he was. And, and if a guy can do that and, and wow, a team in that sense, obviously the team that hired him, I would assume very pleased with, with what they've done so far. But like, I think just the, the big things that jump out at me is like, you mentioned some of those skill guys and stuff. And it's like, can cook stay healthy for a whole year? Yeah. And, and obviously Philly's getting them right off the jump. So he's going to be there and those guys are going to be there. But like, I, I, I do think this is one of the more complete teams. I asking around the league, they had one of the better drafts uh, and league, they had a ton of picks if I remember right. Um, but they, they had one of the better drafts around. I just think, I just think getting your quarterback comfortable and getting your quarterback in, in a in, on the same page, which is what we're talking about here in Denver, is that going to be the case? Um, that's everything. And week one, it might be the right time to get Minnesota because sometimes in that it takes a couple of weeks to really get on the same page. Yeah. Hey, James, when you look at a team like the Saints, if, and that's a big if, if we get to see – a Jameis Winston who jumped out to a 14 touchdown, three interception start before he had the knee injury last year with uh, Pete Carmichael as his mentor. Could could the Saints be that team that upsets the entire NFC apple cart in a lot of ways? I totally agree. I totally yeah. agree. I, I don't see too many locker rooms that are built the way New Orleans is, specifically mm-hmm. with leadership. When you have somebody like Tyron Matthew that comes out, who I think is one of the best leaders I've ever been around, to come out and say – in Mario Davis, I've never seen a leader like this in my life. So, like, when you have guys that can come in when you lose a coach like Sean Payton and you can continue to keep the locker room where it's at, and you have Cam Jordan and Demario Davis, and then you look at the secondary with Lattimore and, and Tyron Matthew and the group that they have back there, and they were so deep they were willing to kind of, you know, even though he's talented, you know, give up CJ. I, I just think, Gunner, the, 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 that little um, – 
I guess, sample size we had yeah. in, yeah. in Jameis Winston last year. I'm curious if it's going to be the same mindset, though, mm-hmm. because he didn't have the weapons he has now. So right. they were unbelievably conservative with him and how he played, how he threw the football. I mean, he was throwing at a lower clip than he's ever had in his entire career. Now he was protecting it, which was great, but he didn't have Michael Thomas, Chris Olave, and Jarvis Landry to throw to. He had maybe one of the worst receiving cores we've seen in recent memory that mm-hmm. he was throwing the football to. None of those guys are even really playing for this team. And then you have Alvin Kamara uh, out of the backfield as one of the best receiving backs in, in football. I'm curious if they're going to let him cut loose a little bit mm. because of the talent that's around him. It's like, I mean, you're throwing a deep ball to Michael Thomas is a little different than the deep ball that he was throwing to the guys a year ago. It's probably going to be caught or incomplete with Mike. And so I'm curious the way Pete's going to design it because they still believe they are a defensive team. But with that talent, you got to take some shots. I, the consensus around the league really is that Chris Olave is going to win Rookie of the Year. That's that's mm, what a lot wow. of people around the league really believe. And and it's not crazy to think that when you look at the matchups. If Mike Thomas is healthy, he's going to mm-hmm. get he's going to get number two corners like crazy. He's a, one of the most polished receivers to come into the league in recent memory. And so it's a decent pick. And so I think the Saints are that team. And they also, no matter whether you know, since Brady's been there, they've given. A ton of headaches to the Bucks, yep. and you look at the rest of their division. Like the Panthers are, like eh, the Falcons are. Eh. So, like they could get some easy wins. When we're talking about the AFC West, there are no easy wins. Some easy wins and some big wins. They're the team that everybody's going. Oh wow, this team's really well put together. Mm. James, you segued right into mine. This is my last one for me. Uh, I know it's sacrilege to even question. Could this be the year that you'd see a step back from Brady? But it's been a weird off season, even by Brady standards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. what's your sense of that in Tampa? I mean, you do have a new head coach. I know Todd Bowles was there as the coordinator, but you know, there's a little bit of a transition there that we never really ever bring up. And his offensive line is, is a, you know, a mash That's unit. I, so what, what's your sense of that? That's the one. I mean, I, I, Philly was in no business being in that game at all. Right. And and mm. you saw when Tristan Wirfs got hurt, how different the pressure on Brady was. Cause I think Wirfs is one of the best offensive linemen in football already at, at a young age. And I just think what has been the one kryptonite to Brady has been that pass rush up the middle. Like he is so brilliant at stepping up and letting, you know, edge rushers go behind him. And when you lose Ryan Jensen, I, I think that, I mean, we're lucky as a league to have so few major injuries this year in training camp. I mean, it was, it was, you could probably count them on one hand. I mean, I think you had the returner uh, and and receiver in, in Cleveland. You had Tim Patrick here in Denver. You had Ryan Jensen and that was like it. And Ryan is so important to Brady. I know Ryan pretty well and, and the way that they communicated and what he set up up front in terms of protections. And then you lose your guard to go to, you know, Cincinnati and free agency. You lose another guard to retirement. I mean, they're thin in the middle, and I think that's a, that's a big issue. He's got weapons. He always finds a way. And him and Leftwich together, though, is the positive. I mean, like, there's there's a relationship point. there that is through yeah. the roof. Um, yeah. And him and Byron uh, putting a game plan together. There were times, and it's, it's a really fun couple of moments that are on uh, NFL films to where he comes over the sideline to Byron, and Byron's like, what do you think? What do you want? And Brady's like, no, nah, you just call it. You're cooking, man. You're cooking. Just keep going. <laughs> really? When you have a guy with seven, you know, seven rings tell you, hey, you just keep calling it. I'm not changing it. That's a pretty good relationship. But that I is. think that interior offensive line is a, is, a, is a big issue. It's good that Chris Godwin, local kid, too, um, from mm-hmm. Philly, is, uh, is starting the season off a little bit closer to 100% than, than people thought. Mm-hmm. And I think that's yeah. a big part. For, for them as well. Hey, hey James, does uh, Baker Mayfield rise from the ashes in Carolina? Oh, 
I mean, if I could just – That sign read, just told you a lot right there. If I, could, if I could read you the text that I'm on with a group with includes Steve Smith, former Pan, Panthers great, what what's going on. In yeah, Steve Panthers. doesn't hold back much. Yeah. Steve does not hold back much. So, um, I, you know, I, I do think last year was a really difficult season uh, for him physically, obviously, we all know. And going out there and and – going out and playing it, I do think was pretty gutsy. But, I mean, I was there for the Thursday night game when, you know, the team didn't know he was going to play or not. And then he kept saying he was going to play. And Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. were like, nah, we're not healthy enough to play, man. We're not healthy enough Mm -hmm. to play. And then Wednesday practice rolled around. I remember being in Cleveland and Case Keenum comes out. and They're like, Case is starting. All of a sudden, Odell and and Landry were like, oh, we're good. We're good. And they both played Thursday because Baker wasn't playing. Uh, so I think that's a great indication of a change of scenery was desperately needed. Uh, I think he's an accurate passer, uh, much, I think, I, I think this is the last part about it is it's much more telling about where Sam Darnold is than where Baker Mayfield mm-hmm. is as yeah. quickly as yeah. he won that job and how fast that, that process happened. I think obviously Baker can rub some people the wrong way, but I know plenty of people in that Browns building too, that like absolutely loved his tenacity. And when Mm. we're talking back to the beginning of guys that drive you crazy by the way they're wired, it's a little easier Gunner, Like you said, when you got rings or when you're throwing picks and you're having issues getting the football downfield, it's a little different. Mm. Mm. I I, I slightly lied. I I don't have a football question, but I know you got to get out of here, but uh, the fills, you click a close eye on the fills. Yeah. So, uh, it was a bit of a rocky road on the West Coast, but they've at least rebounded slightly here uh, the first two games against the Marlins. Are they a playoff team, James? I, I think they I think they are, and, and mainly because I've seen the spurts in terms of the, the defense was such a question mark at the beginning of the season, and then we saw a pretty decent stretch where they were playing pretty good defensive uh, baseball. And, and I think the bullpen's better than what I thought yeah. it was going to be. Um, I just think what we saw last year needs to happen, right? You need Bryce to go on a tear. You need a couple of guys to follow that. Um, I mean, they've had some big hits lately. They've had some collapses lately too, which have driven me completely insane. Um, I don't get very upset about that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Sports, unless it's the Phillies, <laughs> like, that's really the like main part that I get really, really angry about. Your dad commiserating. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He's, he's a big turn James, it off. James turn it back that is Scott Palmer, the great Scott yeah. Palmer. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's a big they, turn it off, text me, then turn it back on. Like <laughs> he can't get away. He wants to get away from it, but he can't. So like yeah. he just it's it's bad. Like turn around, turn back to the you know ball. I love it. 
Hey, 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 James, my final question to you. Um, Season opener tonight. I'm still surprised Bills are the slight favorites on the road at the Rams' house. Who do you like in this game tonight and why? I I like the Rams just because Sean doesn't lose openers. I mean, he's 5-0. Uh, right. with the Rams and, and their home. The only negative, the only negative yeah. I can think of for the Rams is that they're coming off like the Super Bowl high. And there's right. sometimes a low week one just because you're riding too high. Um, I think the Bills are fantastic. I did the Bills Broncos preseason game in Buffalo. Um, I drove there from Cleveland after the joint practices. And God, the team is so deep. Buffalo is so deep. And, and mm-hmm. I think that's great for the, the duration of the season. Um, I just think... I just think I just I just don't bet against Sean McVay in in certain instances, and I think this is this is one of them that I think he's circled to say like everybody picking Buffalo as the Super Bowl favorite, Josh Allen's the MVP favorite. We're gonna make a statement week one, and I would I would go with McVay, okay. especially James. it's year two. What did they do in year one with him? I and know, Matthew Stafford? I know, man. Great That's point. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We're not, not from. I don't remember that that far back. James, great <laughs> stuff, man. Uh, follow you, him on Twitter yeah. at James Palmer TV, and of course his work uh, on the NFL Network. When, when can we see you today? What what time? Or, what's your? First I'm on day? in like I'm on in like 20 minutes. Yeah. I'm All right. Oh, we got to like go do your thing, yeah. James. Appreciate it, brother. Right. Appreciate you, man. man. Yep. Be good, All right, bro. Guys, take it All right, you got it. I'll tell you, Derek. Not only is he a phenomenal reporter. And just a pro's right, pro. Right. He's a great dude, James Palmer. Oh, I'm no question. No he's question. just a regular dude. Like he, he's the kind of guy you sit down, you have a beer with, you get something to eat with, whatever, and just talk football and talk sports and life. Just a really good dude. I've known him since before he got into business, man. That's how far I go back, you know. Um, when his dad, when I first got to this market, his dad was still on TV, you know, on six yeah. ABC, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. exactly. For years, yeah. he was a yeah. staple, man. Yeah, Scott. exactly. Yeah. So you know. To watch him evolve and grow as he has, man, I've loved it, man. And I love his insights and his knowledge. Um, and you can tell he has a passion for what he does. He just loves what he does, as we do. Yeah. But, you know, it's love to see him get to where he's gotten in his career. Great dude. All right. All right. So uh, we'll keep the uh, – here's what we have coming up. We still didn't get to our NFC contenders questions. Because we I were having know. so much fun I, all week. We I know. We planned on this for two straight days, and we had so much other stuff going on, we didn't get to it. So we will get to it today. Um, in addition to that, Derek, four or five games, somewhere yep. in that neighborhood that are going to yep. surprise you this week, okay? And you could mix tonight, and if you want to mix tonight and whatever. But we will do that as well, just kind of, oh, oh, real. I, I got a couple, man, that I feel pretty good about. Pretty good right? about, okay. All pretty right. good. It'll surprise you a little bit. Uh, there's other news that we will get to uh Including Matthew Stafford, uh, a little little you know injury update on him, uh, one retirement and uh, you know contract status. We'll get into all that kind of stuff, uh, as well as the Phillies who uh, won again. How about that Edmundo Sosa? You can't stop him, Derek. Can't you can only hope to contain him. There you uh, go, unbelievable. So we got all that coming up. Da- uh, Barrett will be jumping back in a little bit. Uh, yes, yeah, so we got we got plenty in store. So don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, let's talk pro-action restoration. Pro-action restoration is who you call if you get flooding, if you get water damage, if you get smoke damage, if you get mold, whatever the case may be, they can get over to your house, your property that you may own, whatever the case may be, your business, and they will take care of it. They're on call 24 hours, seven days a week, pro-action is. Uh, I've gone through it. I had them come over on a Saturday. They got there. They cleaned it up. The crew was professional. The price was reasonable. Most importantly as well, they are licensed, bonded, and fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. All right? So they are a reputable company. Um, 
they will work in conjunction with your insurance company also. Again, could be water, could be fire, could be smoke, could be mold, you name it. They can handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, 610-623-3760, or reach out online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. My wife was in an accident that changed our lives forever. She was in rehabilitation for years. She had to learn to walk again. She couldn't take care of herself. We couldn't afford a nurse. We were running out of options. One conversation with Pond Lee Hockey changed everything. They understood what we were going through and immediately helped us navigate the legal process. We can't thank them enough. Pond Lee Hockey, tell us your story. Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. It's the number one news at 10 p.m. Action news on PHL 17. Join Shari Williams, Gray Hall, Deuces Rogers, and meteorologist Adam Joseph for all the big stories at a time that's right for you. Action news at 10 p.m. on PHL 17. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say... But as I always say... It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. in everybody rob ellis Derek gun we are sports take uh jacob sports youtube network on this thursday barrett be hopping back on uh, about a half hour somewhere in that range uh so we just wrapped up with james palmer and i always like to remind folks uh and we yeah what was it tuesday we had greg cosell and mike missanelli on uh, 
you can always go back and watch our interviews, portions of it in its entirety, whatever the case may be. We podcast everything, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, as well as jacobsports.com. So you have plenty of options to go back if you missed. If you want to check out the entirety of, of any show that we do, it's there too. You know, that's the, the beauty of what we do, Derek, is you know we're, we're not, you can't only watch us from 12 to 3 Eastern. You can watch us anytime. And, and Derek will even take his microphone off a of mute when when, uh, when that's the case. To... Oh, I like how you I like how you got that in there. See that? that see that's professionalism Thank right you. there. Thank you. Didn't miss a beat. Appreciate it. Yes. Uh, so uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, always good catching up with James. And like I said, plenty of uh, NFL in store. We have some good birthdays today too, Derek. Uh, a couple movies, couple movies, which we'll. Okay. Uh, Right. We'll talk about a little bit later. Um, all right, I want to hit you with this. So the Phillies win 4-3 last night. They're up 2-0 in the series yep. over the Marlins. Um, they're now, Derek, they hold, they're they four games up on the Brewers. Yep. So they're in like a pretty much a tie with the Padres, although they hold the tiebreaker. Um, Milwaukee's been a mess. You know this. They have been oh, yeah. a total disaster. Um, but the Phillies now, Derek, are 10-5 and on the season versus to the Fish, which is – they have been a nemesis of them forever. So I don't care how ugly it is, and it hasn't exactly been works of art. They're getting wins somehow, some way. At this point of the season, I don't care if they accidentally win games, as long as they keep piling up the wins, yeah. um, especially with the way the, the bullpen has been suspect as of late for this Phillies team. And, you know, we we, we keep, keep we keep our fingers crossed that, you know, uh, Wheeler's coming back soon. You know, Eflin potentially is coming back. Uh, Dominguez is coming back uh, to solidify the back end of that bullpen. And just like they did when Harper went down and Castellano went down in the middle part of the season back in July and stuff, you know, you just have to hold on. And the Phillies have done an admirable job of holding on. You know, just when you thought they could fall apart, they rise on occasion, put, occasion to put together a string of wins. And, you know, they've played, what, two one-run ball games against yeah, the Marlins right. now? Yep. You know, and the, 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 big, the big picture is – they're on the winning side of those two ledgers and not on the losing side. And they're right where they need to be at this time. Yeah, no question. So a couple things. Um, I, I said this yesterday. I'll say it again. Props to Rob Thompson. He inserts Edmundo Sosa in there the other night and mm -hmm. he delivers for him. Mm -hmm. He says, you know what? I want to reward him. He was so good on Tuesday. I'm going to start him on Wednesday as well. All Sosa has done, Derek, is go five for five with two home runs two doubles, mm -hmm. you know, and, and just tear it up in the last two games, not to mention his prowess on defense. He's made plays all over the field, including last night on, an on another real Muto throwout where he, I mean, he does this, this like yoga move where he yeah, catches yeah. it, legs split, still applies the tag, insane yeah. athletic play. This is what you need when you're a team that's trying to get into the playoffs for the first time in 11 years. Somebody's got to step up for them. Sosa did it. Well, that's been the case for most of this season. How many yep. times have we given props to the young, like Veerling, Stott, all these guys? You know, when the, when the big boppers haven't been, you know, swinging away and, and, and making consistent contact, it's been the back end of this this lineup that has come through for this team. And you, and you look at the game last night, you know, Veerling goes two for three. And great catch two runs in right scored. field. Yeah. Yeah. Great catch in right field. Sosa, three for three, three RBI, home run, one run scored. You can't ask for more than that. You know, basically Sosa, you know, won a game for him last night, mm -hmm. you know, not just offensively, but defensively, Yeah. you know, as well. And that's what you need. And that depth is going to carry them a long ways come postseason time. You know, uh, Rob Thompson is in a good position to have so much versatility and depth on this team 
that it's going to be difficult for him to decide, okay, who do I play, when, and how, you know? Uh, and I like that, you know? Um, the better teams in the, in the National League, the Mets, Braves, Dodgers, they have that kind of versatility, and so do the players. Uh, so so do the Phillies, uh, I should say. Yeah. No, listen, I'm with you, Derek. So the other guy that, that has to get some some love here is Bailey Falter. He goes five and a third Jeez. last night, gives up two. Phillies are five and oh in his last five starts, and it's not like they've scored 100 runs in those starts. He's pitched very well for them. He has – he has kind of bridged that gap with Wheeler out for right now. And you know, obviously you want Wheeler back as soon as possible, yep, but yep. you know, he might also, I would, uh, Jim Salisbury floated this today and, and NBC sports filled up. And I agree with Jim. If you're looking to push these guys back a day, just to sort of give them some rest before we really hit it hard here with the last mm-hmm. few series. Mm-hmm. Now you feel okay about using falter in that situation yep. to buy these guys a day or two. Look at falter in his last four starts. First of all, the Phillies have won their last four. And he's 4-0 in his last four starts. Yep. In those four starts, 23 and two-thirds innings, 19 hits, seven earned runs, a 2.66 ERA. Now, here's what's more impressive. Only two walks and yeah. 18 strikeouts. You nailed it. You nailed it at the end there. That 18-2 to two ratio is That's phenomenal. incredible. Yeah. yeah it's and, incredible. And what was one of the things we were screaming about on the West Coast trip? All the walks, right? All the, all the free passes, yes. hit, hit yep. by pitch. You know, Falter's letting – A, he's trusting his stuff, and he's letting his, his fielders make plays behind him. And that's all you can ask for a young guy. And he's getting – yeah, he's getting pretty invaluable experience. And you're right, there is good news on the horizon. So, Sir Anthony and Eflin, uh, tonight and tomorrow, respectively, will will pitch an inning uh, to kind of just – and then see how they feel at, at AAA, I should say. We'll, we'll pitch a minor league rehab start in AAA. Wheeler didn't have any pain or discomfort after his uh, – he played long toss or something like that the other day. Right. So they feel like he's starting to get a little bit closer too. So there's some, that's some good news here on the, on the horizon for this team. If you get, if you get Eflin and Wheeler back, especially when you get to the postseason when you're talking about shortening up your starting pitching rotation, think about how valuable Falter could be coming out of that bullpen, you know, mm-hmm. for this team, you know, uh, Brad hand is, is, has some difficult Robertson has really shocked me in terms of the way he, he has been inconsistent as of late. Yeah. Falter could be that guy out of your bullpen in a crucial situation. Yep. No, I, you're dead on. I, I think it's a great point. That's a, that's another area. Well, the other thing that they're looking to do is Eflin is likely going to be used out of the pen. So, you know, oh, you, wow. you get hit. Yeah, so that's another option here for, for this team, the, the way you could utilize him. So you're looking at your rotation in the playoff series. It could be Nola, Wheeler, and Gibson. And then look at the depth and versatility you have coming out of that pen in crucial situations. Yeah. Um, I, that's why I say I like the chances against mostly anybody in the National League yeah. um, in, in a playoff series because so many players that you weren't expecting have gotten valuable experience in crucial situations. And more times than not, they have uh, withstood the test and come out shining on the other side. Yeah, absolutely. So, the, all right. So, just to back to the to the standings, and I'll and I'll get you set for what uh, what's tonight here with them. Um, as far as the wild card goes, as I mentioned, you know they're they're right there. You know the Padres are are, are and the Phillies are neck and neck. Phillies are seventy five and sixty one. Padres are seventy six and sixty two. Phillies yep. do hold the tiebreaker. Um, so that's that's your second and third place team. They're not catching Atlanta. Forget that. So Milwaukee, uh, they dropped their last two, but they've been. Yep. They've been bad. I mean, they, their pitching they, has been abysmal. Oh, 
Uh, they're four games back. So what you want to do is just keep building on this thing if you're the Phillies. Um, so they get one more tonight. They go for the sweep over the Marlins tonight. And, you know, what you need most importantly is you need a bounce back here because Kyle Gibson in his last outing was terrible. So Gibson goes tonight against Alcantara. So that's not, (laughs) not a great matchup there by any stretch. But but they've done well against him. They have. You know, this season, uh, the previous two times they've done well against him. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and I expect the Phillies n- understanding the, uh, the urgency from now until the end of a regular season of what they're trying to do and where they're trying to get, I expect them to be on point. I, uh, this is a game I, I probably will be watching a football game more so sure. than, sure. than the baseball game, but I'll be keeping an eye on the Phillies game as well. That's the one good thing about modern technology, this little trusty thing right here, oh, you know, man. Um, you can watch the watch the game on your phone now. Yep. Uh, so I'll be watching the Phillies game from my phone while I'm watching the football game with many interruptions in between, of course. Yeah, streaming stream the Phillies and have the uh, the uh, football on the big screen. That, that sounds like a plan. That sounds like a yeah. plan. Yeah. So that's the uh, that's the Philly situation uh, as they go into tonight again, six forty start uh, against the Marlins. So you do get a little bit of a head start before the football game starts. About an yep. hour and a half. Uh, that's for sure. I wanted to pass this on, and we'll we'll swing it back into football in one second. Did you see Queen Elizabeth died? I'm not a big yeah. royal person, but yeah. I, that's Same significant. Here. Yeah, it's a how, big, how old was she? Ninety what? Ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. My goodness. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's a good run. You know, it's one heck of a run, and I know it's a big deal over there, and it's a big deal globally. Yeah. It's uh, it's all uh, you know, all the the wires now about she finally passed. But you know, I've ne- I've never. I've, I've never been big into the British royalty like that, but it is a big deal yeah. when you consider how long she's reigned and how long she lived, man. What a, what a long illustrious life she's had. 96. She was 96. 96 I'm sorry. Okay. I said 98. Um, yeah. So I, I want to also give a little love to Bernard Shaw, who was a great anchor for CNN for a long yeah. time. Just a great newsman yeah. and journalist, a fair, objective guy passed away at 82. So anyway, mm. I, just a, Throw that out there too to give him give him a little sympathy uh, out there. Um, all right, a couple NFL stories, and then we'll get into our our other our other subjects. We're going to dip into here. So Matthew Stafford had an off season elbow procedure. We discussed a little bit earlier. He says he feels a thousand times better than he felt to start last year. He got through the entire okay. year last year, but he said yeah, there were some things he couldn't do last year necessarily, some throws he couldn't make, and they've really gone cautious with him this this whole off season and this whole preseason, but he's apparently revved up and ready to go. And he feels as good as he's felt in a long time. I don't know, Rob, uh, you know, he, he, he openly admitted about throws. He could make, he made some doggone good throws in that super bowl game mm-hmm. against Cincinnati. Touch. So, so whatever he was going through, you talk about a guy who sucked it up and got through. Yeah. So if he feels a thousand times better now, well, let's see it tonight. Let's see what you got tonight because you've got the weapons at your disposal. I'm interested in seeing also how Allen Robinson fits into this offense. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, the first game, you're not going to show you you know, all, everything the first game. But I'm interested in seeing how they integrate him to go along with Cooper Cup and, and uh, the offensive weapons as well. There's yeah. so many storylines in this game tonight, man. I just, can't, I just can't wait to see it. I'm with you. And, and they get Higby back, too, who's, who's a really uh, yeah. underrated tight end, I think. I think he's really solid. Yeah, I think yeah, I, I think he goes under the radar. You know, when you mention the best tight ends in the game, his name doesn't come up right away. You're talking Mark Andrews. You're talking, you know, uh, Kelsey, uh, George, you know, George Kittle, um, and and I don't think he gets enough love for what he is. You know, he's had to go through some injury problems in his career, but 
Um, he can play on my team. If the other guy's unavailable, he's, he can play on my team any day of the week. I'm with you. All right, so Lamar Jackson met with the media yesterday. One of the things he leaked out, which I'm sure John Harbaugh wasn't exactly doing backflips, that – uh, J.K. Dobbins is still a couple weeks away. I, and yeah, he didn't. Yeah, see, he didn't do it on purpose. He was kind of asked about it. I oh, will see him in a couple weeks or something. Like, oh, okay, a couple weeks. So uh, that was interesting. But he also said that, look, they're they're still talking, and he's going to put a deadline on the contract thing until tomorrow, tomorrow Friday. Right, so right. that's that's. I I got I'm I'm going down with the ship, Gunner, with this one. I still think they get it done before they play on Sunday. I'm with you. I, I, um, uh, we've seen it happen time and time again in the 11th hour, somehow, some way, two sides get it done right before they kick off their season. But I like Lamar's approach, you know, okay, Friday, we've had all, all spring, all summer to get this thing done. If it's not done, I don't want the distraction because him and his, basically him and his mom are the agents. You know, he doesn't want to be worried about contract talks, trying to get ready to play games week in and week out help his team win, especially now that we know the first two, the top two running backs are not going to be available for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. you know, so he's got to focus on putting his team on his back and getting his team off to a good start, yeah. you know, and, you know, he also knows the media is going to constantly bring it up no matter what he tells them on the surface, but he can deflect that real quick. You know what? Not talking about contract, mm-hmm. uh, the contract. We'll get to that at the end of the season. I'm focused on playing football. That can be a short discussion instead of letting this thing linger on and talking about me. He wants to focus on we instead of me. Yeah, and I think that he's uh, really, uh, you know, he's handled this very well, I think. Right, like, right. You know, he's made it known. Obviously, he wants to get the deal done. Uh, he hasn't been – it's a natural distraction no matter what because he doesn't have the deal signed. But I don't think right, he's right. made it more of what it is. I think he's gone about his business in a good way. And I – you know, and and – you know, I think it helps when you have an organization like Baltimore. I, I'm sure there's trust there. Will it get a little sideways if he doesn't have a deal done by tomorrow? Maybe. I don't know. But he's still going to show up every Sunday. I know right. that about him. So, Well, you, you look at a Lamar Jackson and his, his mindset should be, look, I've made a lot of money in this game already. And thanks to the way contracts have escalated over the last year, um, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, yep, uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, I'm in that conversation, so therefore, if I stay healthy and do what I know I know I can do, the bigger money is going to come. And if I put up big numbers this year, the numbers go up even more so after this season. Now, it's a risk because you've got to sidestep 17 games and stay healthy to have that discussion weigh heavily in your favor at the end of the season. But, you know, he's in a great position, a young quarterback still in his prime, uh, one of the more gifted quarterbacks in the game overall. Uh, athletic, arm strength, ability to win games in any given moment. He's got everything in his favor right now. Now you got to go out and just play football, man. It's not mm-hmm. like you're, you're you're on a a poor man's rookie contract. You've been handsomely paid, you know, yeah. to, up, up to this point to play the game, and you're going to get triple that and then some if you do what you're capable of doing. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, the receiver. Uh, Denver, San Francisco, et cetera. Really solid career. Uh, he hung it up 35 years old. Man, it's amazing. Thirty. I, when, when I saw that yesterday, I'm thinking, man, he's 35 already and probably could still play the game at a high level. Very quick receiver, very good route runner, great hands. Um, he said a number of teams that had inquired about him before coming to this decision. But I also saw where he has a TV job waiting for him 
Yes. But I haven't heard any network leak anything about him joining. Uh, I don't know if it's a local TV local, station maybe, that he's yeah, talking maybe about. In Denver. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You know, or a national job. But, you know, if he's ready to make that transition now, and let's face it, Rob, some players get to a point when you hit your mid-30s, I don't want to go through this anymore. No. You know, I, I, a quality of life. I want to enjoy my family. I've taken care of my money. Now it's time for me to take care of my body and my mind and to move on to something else. And if he can make that natural transition, so many players in their careers, they don't know what they're going to do next. But if he has another window of opportunity sitting there waiting for him, you know what? More power to him. Good luck to him. Well, I, I think it's a minor miracle. If you get to 35 in the NFL, yeah. like, you, you know, you're probably going more than five times of what the average lifespan is for an NFL player. Sure. Think about that. Or four, four mm. times at least. That's a, that's a crazy accomplishment. Man. Especially a receiver. When you, when you still, when you're 35 and you still have that burst and you know, you can still play the game at a high level, but you've decided to pump the brakes on your, your athletic career and, and move on to a second tier in life. Mm. You know, th that's a good feeling to walk away from. I've, and plus he said, you know, he's worried about quality of health as all players are and should be, you know, when they get to a certain point, when you hear all the stories that are now coming out about CTE, brain damage, you know, Alzheimer's, dementia with players, you know, if he feels he's getting out on top right now, move on, man. Yeah. All right. Lastly, let me give you these quotes because I, this is going to touch into, I think, something we're doing next segment. But Carson Wentz discussed playing against Doug Peterson. That's the, the commanders played the Jags this right. week. He said, uh, in, refer, in, in reference to Doug, he, Carson said, Quote, he meant a lot. He meant a lot uh, with the kind of whirlwind that year was. Learning I was the starter eight days before the season. He's talking about the 2016 year. Okay. Uh, all those things. I thought he was a great coach, great guy, fun to be around. Uh, meant a lot over the years. Went through a lot of good and some bad, obviously, together. But he means a lot to me. So that's uh, – we all know that that relationship was not great uh, the last year mm -hmm. here. Uh, that's for sure. So – but Carson he put, the perfect, right he put yeah. the perfect spin on it, you know. Yeah. Don't give it a, don't give the media and the other team anything that they can use uh to blow up in print or another team can use for motivation to play against you. Um and, and that's a sign of maturity, you know, because as you just mentioned, he mentioned he, he said good and some bad. Now now yeah. at that point you say, Okay, wait, wait, what's the bad? What's the bad? Mm -hmm. See, we didn't hear the good. You think, yeah. okay, what was the bad? You know, yeah. but he didn't play into that. You know, he said, hey, look, he was being honest. We had some good. We had some bad. We moved on. He meant a lot to my development and my career, you know, and so be it, you know. So is that a part of the maturation of Carson Wentz? We're going to find I'll out. I'll buy it when I see it. There you go. We're going to find out. There you yeah. go. All right. We will. All right. Uh, lastly, in, in regards to tonight, this one's not a shocker, but Van Jefferson will not be playing. Uh, remember, he's coming off the knee surgery. Yep, yep. He will not play, uh, is likely to miss more than one game, according to Josina Anderson. Okay. So definitely no Van Jefferson. So, I, you know, heavy, obviously, heavy dose of Cooper Cup and uh, and Allen Robinson tonight. Uh, Barrett. Barrett is back. There he is. Oh, Come there back. he is. Yeah, what's up, babe? I mean, I had to interview uh, Lafayette's football team coaches. So Okay. Lafayette you got, you got Lafayette. Temple. Lafayette in uh, Temple this week? Yes, yes. Lafayette, I mean, Pennsylvania's on Lafayette. That's it, man. Not it. not New Orleans or or, or down yeah. there, but it is, it's, yeah. it's here. Is that is that a home game for Temple? Yes, home game in the vet. Rob, you know, will you be there? A million dollars for that. I, try, I even tried to get Rob tickets. He can't make it. I'm, I'm, like, give him tickets. 
I'm going to try. I have to work, but I'm going to try to go at least be there for a little while. Next week is uh homecoming, I think. Uh, so, or something like, yeah, I think it's home. It feels early, but it is. I got that home. game also. It's, it's, uh, it's, um, all right, good. You want to hook your boy up with some tickets, Barrett? I got yeah. you. I got you. All I right. got you. You got me next week. Yeah, I got you. I had to take three this week. So okay. I got you. Okay. Three spot. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right. D Gun, right. would you like tickets? Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> no shot, no. Derek. No. No. Derek in a Temple game, please. No, no. no shot. No. <laughs> Not going to happen. No. Oh, my God. All right. Um, let's I, do I, this. Did, I did get the, um, um, I, I got the, the, the restaurant. I'll put it oh, on the what chat. Was it? What's it called? It's called Fish Bones. Fish Bones. Fish okay. bones. I got the stuff called Alligator Voodoo. Yeah. Amazing. What is that? Fried alligator nuggets. Wow. Dude, alligator let me tell you voodoo. something. I had them down in Florida a few years ago with one of my wife's cousins. Fried alligator nuggets yeah. as an appetizer. I'm telling you some of the best ever. And I've had alligator before. But these were off the chart good, man. And, and Rob, probably fresh. Oh yeah, they yeah. can't be fresh in Detroit. Well, you know the funny, <laughs> yeah, really. The funny thing was, my my, uh, my 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 wife's cousin and I were driving to the restaurant, and we go down this road. I'm like, "Where the heck are you going through a neighborhood?" And laying on the side of the road was a dead gator. Oh man! And I'm thinking, there's. Can dinner. you imagine going out for a family walk and, and stumbling upon this thing? You don't know if it's alive or dead. No, that's just what I'm saying. I I, yeah. I just can't. I I went I went golfing one time, and. People were acting like there's gators on the court. They act like it was just cool, like to have yeah. an alligator. Yeah, out there. Yeah, no, no, it's not cool. I have an alligator out there. No, it's no. Not. no, no. That's, that's when I go in the clubhouse. And, right. and see I'll see you at the bar. I don't think there's any gators at the bar. You know right. What I mean? Well, you know, we, we've seen we've seen highlights of PGA events where a guy has one foot in the water and one foot they're on nuts. the edge of the grass, and they're about, and all of a sudden there's a gator looking at him. You know, and they're just standing, they're getting a swing in, and here comes a gator up out of the water, just slowly walking across the, the fairway or the green. Yeah. And you're no. thinking. Oh no, that's not that's not my idea. You know, I don't have a death wish. There is no ball that's worth yeah, exactly, exactly challenging the gator. We are you know not I mean? that high on the food chain. No, yeah, with the gator. no. Yeah. Yeah, you're not, not winning that. Not one. Gonna do it. No. All right, we'll step aside. We'll come back. NFC contenders with questions. Couple games that may shock us here. Week one, some surprises from week one. We will dig into both of those things when we get back. We are Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. Rob Ellis, let's talk a little Razor technology. Yes, Razor technology. Uh, Dad is everywhere, right, in business today. But when it's locked away in silos, it can't be efficiently used, and businesses don't have time to wait for the insights that shape decision-making. Razor technology's data management not only integrates data from wherever it's generated or collected, but provides a uniform structure for storing, interpreting, and distributing it, distributing it to decision-makers. Razor helps businesses transform their model data, use it to populate real-time dashboards, and create shareable reports that highlight key areas of progress as well as warning signs in need of attention. Smart data analytics and the tools to make data insights easily digestible help businesses of all sizes and types discover where they can be untapping significant savings. Razor technology can help you break down your silos and fully realize the value of your data to drive growth for your business. Learn more. Contact Razor Tech today at 866-797-3282 or visit them online. Razor-tech.com. That's Razor-tech.com.
the greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go birds! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go back. And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey, the largest workers' compensation law firm in Pennsylvania. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. Even better, Pond Lee Hockey doesn't charge a dime until you win. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. We are back. Oh, it's the Facebook page. Network. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis hanging out with you on a Thursday as we kick off the NFL season tonight with the Rams and the Bills. Cannot wait. Cannot wait for that game tonight. And, of course, the Eagles on Sunday at 1 o'clock against the Lions. All right. So we're, we meant to get to this a couple times this week. We, we just had so much going on. We kind of pushed it back a little bit to today. We already did the AFC. But how about NFC contenders with questions? Now, I, I'll give you some of the teams, and you may say, hey, you got to throw somebody else in there. Somebody else could be competing, whatever. Now, let's exclude the Eagles because we do the Eagles every day. We know what the questions are. We know what we feel good about. Let, let's deal with the other teams here. But I got the Rams, the Bucks, the Packers, the Cowboys, the 49ers, the Cardinals, and the Vikings. You could certainly make a case for, for you know others like the Saints, et cetera. And we could throw others in there as we go. But it's, it's, it's kind of the usual suspects. You know who you would think. All right. But so let's start with the uh, with the defending champs here. Let's start with the Rams. Um, two things. One, Stafford, the arm, he had a procedure done on it, as we know, and he's saying he feels as good as he's felt, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, still, that's got to be something you got to keep your eye on. And he's a guy who takes a beating and he's a tough dude. But, you know, it could be concerning here. 
No team's repeated since 2005 is the one that I really hang my hat on when it comes to the Rams. So let's look at the Rams, and you guys give me the things that you look at may you may think are issues for them this upcoming season. Hmm. Yeah, it's tough, right? There's not a lot to uh, jump to mind. Yeah, well, defensively. Okay. Uh, one big concern for me is is starting left tackle. I think Notebook is there. I mean, I mean let me look and see who was the, the guy's name. Um, it's a uh, yeah, note note boom. Joe Note Boom is for starting Whitworth. left tackle. Yeah, yeah, starting for Whitworth, one of the best left tackles in the league for years. Um, this is a young guy, He's thrusted in and protecting the backside of the quarterback. We don't know how good this kid is. They might have to game plan him, and he might be the weak link. When you're a weak link like that, and you're the, the quarterback's backside. You can't run the full gambit of what you want to do on offense because you got to send protection this way. And oh, by the way, he's a TCU guy, so I don't know. <laughs> you know, TCU guys, I don't know, man. I just don't know about TCU offensive linemen these days. Well, look, I, I think that's fair, and you know, Stafford is not uh, not what you call mobile. I mean, I, I don't think I wouldn't call him a statue either. I think he's athletic, uh, but he's not a guy who can. If he's got a blind side, if there's a blind side issue, he could get creamed. And he's and he, like I said, he's taking a beating and he might be one hit away from some real trouble. Um, so that that that's a fair concern. Defensively, uh, you know, we know they still have a lot of staples there, Aaron Donald, et cetera, Ramsey. Uh, but they did lose he did lose Von Miller. I mean, that's something. That's yeah, huge. Yeah, I mean, he was he was a big deal. So that's a that's a problem. He started I, he started the whole thing going in the right yeah. direction in the game. Yeah, I think this team is so deep and talented with Sean McVay at the helm. I just think they're a lock as a playoff team. You know, I don't know if they're going to win 12 games, but I think they're a lock as a playoff game in the NFC, as a playoff team in the NFC. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I like the running game. I like the, the dual back combination. I like their wide receivers, the tight end. When you're talking Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, Bobby Wagner, Jalen Ramsey on that defense, um, Woo. you know, I, that, that's a lot of talent on that defense, man. And I, I don't see, I don't see how I'd be shocked if they didn't make the playoffs. If I were a betting man, I'd bet the farm that they're going to be in the playoffs they and that be. they're going to win that division. You know, I just think they're that talented. Yep. Yeah. I just, I, I'm, I, I say this all the time. I'm still amazed that they've been able to do what they've done with a salary cap. It just shows Absolutely. you that. Absolutely. You know, the salary cap is kind of bogus if you can figure out ways to do. And the Eagles are great at it, signing bonuses and converting money and moving money around and all that. Probably. All that good stuff. You're yeah. right, man. I mean, how yeah. do you sign Bobby Wagner? And you were against the cap so much. You signed Bobby Wagner. Right. That's did something. You, something. Allen Robinson. Did you hear the story about how Bobby Wagner even got to the Rams? No. So when he said when he when he separated way, parted ways with Seattle. He sends a text to the people in the Rams front office. And the people are like, is this a hoax? Bobby Wagner. Is this a hoax? Or they didn't they thought it was a hoax. It was really him. He just reached out to not yeah. even oh, because does he not have an agent? I'm trying to remember what his story is. I don't know is. if he has an agent, but okay. But he reached he reached out to the Rams front office and they go, uh, Bobby <laughs> Wagner. Oh yeah. Somebody's this, pranking us here. Yeah. But they thought it was they thought it was a prank first before oh they God. actually realized it was him. No kidding. That's Big cool. Red, Big Red thought it was a, play, a prank when I came in. Hey, man, I'll give you a fan of this guy. They try to say, are you kidding me? Oh, we don't need you anymore. <laughs> he did it. He did, help you, 
He helped you find a landing spot, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, well, let's jump to the Bucks because I, I, you know, they may not be everybody's, you know, second runner-up here at least before the season starts. But it's still Tom Brady. They still went deep last year. Um, We all start in Barrett. I know you hopped off for a second. We had James Palmer on, but I'm I have a hard time getting past that offensive line and some of the issues they have, and in particular, right up the middle with him. Uh, That to me is going to be the biggest issue. They um they have a rookie starting left guard number one. Uh, Donovan Smith is still a really good right uh, left tackle. Uh, they still have Tristan Wirth, really good right tackle. Shaq Mason. Shaq Mason is another guy you know that's not really tested right now. We'll see. Uh, they've got him from New England, so I think he'd be all right. Then Robert um, Hainsey. Uh, I don't like, I don't like, it's not my guy there. Yeah. Jensen is not there. Yeah. Ryan Jensen is one of the best go- uh, centers in the league. Yeah. And we all know that Brady, as soon as he gets it, boom, Pats, he already know where he's going with the ball anyways. But as soon as he gets it, bam, he gets it out. He's going to have to have a ball precisely out the box quick. Because right up the middle, they're just not strong enough. And he made, he, he was always a firm believer in having a, um, an offensive line that allows him to step up. And I don't know if these guys allow him to step up. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, that's uh, definitely one to keep your eye on, man. That's for sure. All right, so um, go pack. Defensively, they're good. Hold on, but we didn't talk about their defense. Okay, good. Yeah, good. They are nasty at defense. Yeah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, Golston, Vita Vey, and they just got Hakeem Nix from the yep. from the um, Chicago Bears. The Bears, yep. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, that's, that's not even ridiculous. fair. That's not even fair. They picked up Carl Nasby also from uh, from Vegas. I mean, come on, man. Then you got the linebacker position, Devin oh, White. Oh, my goodness, yes. Levante David, Shaq Barrett. Shaq Barrett, oh, my goodness. It's not fair, man. It's not fair. Then it's safety. They got Winfield, uh, son of Hit, Hitfield. They, they're they're going to be all right. That was a good right. draft pick, too. And I think he was out of Minnesota. The corner. Yeah. Yep. You got Davis on, on one of your corners. Uh, yep, yep. You know, I said the other day, and I'll say it again, Tom Brady has the quickest trigger in the league. I think he will set a new record for ball release once he gets the ball in his hands. Because when you're throwing to the likes of Evans, Godwin, Russell Gage, Julio Jones, Brashard Perryman, Cameron Brait, Kyle Rudolph, somebody, it's like we've been talking about with the Eagles, somebody's going to be open. Mm-hmm. And Brady will find, if anybody will find him, but somebody will, it, it'll be Brady. You know, you got Leonard Fournette, you can hand the ball off, to you know, take some of the heat off you. This is a playoff team. Three fifths of their offensive line is decent. You know, is 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 trustworthy. The center position is a huge question mark, but I don't think there's any way this. Again, here's another team. How can they not be a playoff team? They're going to win their division. Yeah, the division. The only team that's the. Who, I mean, other than New Orleans, who, Carolina and Atlanta. Come on, man. You know, What's Carolina. Um, Carolina might give them. Carolina might split with them. They might. What's the matter, back? I'm looking at John Dickerson. He's gonna say Bobby Wagner's gonna play play like Honus Wagner. <laughs> Who the hell is Honus Wagner? Hey, he's an old school baseball old school player. Baseball he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. yeah, man. I tell uh, you I what, let me, let me, you say who is Honus Wagner. Let me tell you this. If you had a mint condition, yeah. Honus Wagner baseball card, uh-huh. you, could, you could walk away from this show today. That's very true. <laughs> I kid you not. If I, find, if I find a mint condition, Honus Wagner baseball card. I'll be texting you people from afar for the yeah. rest of my for the you rest of my stop life. Stop lying, stop lying, because you what? wouldn't even text. You wouldn't even text me. 
<laughs> I, text, oh, I text you more than you text me. Uh-huh. Yeah, keep that in mind. Just keep uh-huh. text about the show. You ain't texting me. You texting all of us. No, you no, texting no, about no. the show. No, no. You, you hear him, Rob? Rob I, I'm about not the... getting involved in this one. You two. It has nothing to do with. It doesn't have to do with the show. Hey, I sent you. Way. I sent you guys a nice little video this morning, didn't I? You did. <laughs> did yes, you? Did. did you watch the video? I watched it. Eddie Griffin is nuts. He is nuts. <laughs> Yes, he is. Great stick, though. It was a great Content stick, we couldn't though. quite use on the show. No, no. Yeah. Uh, Packers. We know the biggie here, Devontae Adams, right? But but does it go deeper than that? Is there more to this than just, hey, they lost Devontae Adams, but everybody else is back? There's also a couple pieces on defense, too. I think they'd um, be better on defense. If, I mean, we well, they're still good. The ball. Yeah, Don't I, get me wrong. They were not what ninth in defense. It yeah. was funny. They, they were twenty eighth in red zone defense, but ninth in overall defense. And you look at the back end of their defense. The, the, the back end of their defense is arguably one of the top three back ends in all of football. Yeah, they yeah. have three first round picks. They have two first round picks playing at the corner. First round pick is safety, and the other safety they got who was a Pro Bowler when he played with the Bears. Yep, and you then know, you got. And you got, you got Rasul, Rasul, yeah. he's renewed. He's yeah. uh, got that contract. He got like twenty-one million, twenty-one million dollar contract to be never, a backup. Never really got a fair shake. I thought here. No, uh, no. Jim Schwartz or Arizona, for that matter. Yeah, Schwartz was not a fan. Uh, was not a fan. But yeah, I mean, it's going to come down to what what's the frustration now? level going to be for Rodgers uh, with the young guys? Is he going to be able to tolerate them in real games? making some mistakes, not doing exactly what he liked, not being – I mean, they were almost telepathic, he and Adams. Like, how big an issue is that going to be? That's mm. a huge issue because um, yeah. he's not going to – he's not going to be good with the mistakes. He's not going to allow them to make mistakes. Those guys got to learn on fly. They got to be good now. And he's yep. not he, – he won't throw it to them. He, will, he just will not throw it to them. He would throw it to Lazard, Watkins, and Cobb. And not even let the other guys back on the field if they're not right. catching it or, or they're not doing That's what right. they're supposed to do. What did he say in camp a few weeks ago? If you're not catching the ball, you're not getting on the field. The head mm-hmm. coach didn't say that. The quarterback said that. that. You're not you getting on that. the field. Yep. If you don't yeah. if you don't catch the ball, you if I'm a young player, I'm thinking, wait a minute, I got a chance to play with a future Hall of Famer, and if I don't catch the ball, I'm not playing. Oh no, man, let me let me step up my practice session here real exactly. quick. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Now, this, to... Yeah, I think he'll be more dangerous. Yep. Than he was before, because now he's got to go everywhere, and he reads the de- he reads the defense as well as anybody in the league. And I think with these options, especially if these young kids, if these young kids develop with the speed that he has in the outside, I think he'll be even more dangerous. I mean, look at his career. What was the last time he was double digit in interceptions? What was the last Jesus. time he threw more than seven interceptions? Yeah, he does not turn it over. He'll yeah. turn the ball over, you know. Yeah, and now I mean, and if Toy is healthy, oh my goodness. The, their issue is it's been what more than a decade since they've been to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Two thousand ten. Yeah, it's been yeah, it's been a long time, man. Yeah. Really long time. Uh, um, all right, so we'll go Cowboys. We'll just keep with the sort of division winner theme here uh, mm-hmm. from last year. Offensive line issues in, in a big, big way to the point where Jason Peters is signed. Uh, and lose, coach issues. Yeah, coach issue, coach yep. issues for yep. sure. Lose Amari Cooper. Lose Randy Gregory. Uh, they've had a lot of, you know, departures here and a lot of defactions. Yep. And they, oh, yeah. it feels like they haven't added a ton here to this team. So I think offensive line is, is first and foremost at the forerunner of the issues here. But you're right, Barrett. McCarthy is a guy who 
hasn't shown himself to, to be a great coach other than winning a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers and Sean Payton is looming. So there's a there's a potential for a lot of things to go sideways for the Cowboys. <laughs> Sean Payton just all of a sudden gets a house, has a house in Texas he's staying with on speed dial. Payton's ready, man. <laughs> Trust me. Unless somebody else somewhere backs up a brink truck, brinks truck, I think it's gonna be to Dallas for sure. Mm. You're gonna go ahead and talk for a little bit on TV and then yeah. bam, he's down. He's out. Yeah, have a nice have a nice year off. Yeah, you know, get nice paid for get. everything. I'm I think speak. I think they are runner up here. I think they are runner up to the Eagles for the division. I think the Eagles win the division. Yeah, I do. As as a runner up, are they good enough to get the playoffs though? When it's you look be, at them, yeah, look it's at the state of the NFC. You think they I get the playoffs? So. I think they still get no. the playoffs. Yeah, see, I'm leaning towards them getting in the playoffs, even if they're even if they don't win the division. So you look I, at the division leaders are going to win. I, I think that. Um, you have Green Bay, you will have Tampa Bay, yep. you have the Rams, and you'll have the Eagles. So that's four. Then after that, then after that, who is nobody else in our division? Well, Dallas, there's nobody Min- else. Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota's so definitely got a shot. Yep. yep. Five. I'm I leaning mean, towards the Saints. New Orleans. Yep. They'll yep. have a shot. And um, I think San Fran will have a shot. Mm. Uh, yes, we keep forgetting about San Fran. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's where we're going next. Uh, you know, Trey Lance gets the start, but Garoppolo is still there. And Trey Lance was not named a captain. Now, you could say, hey, look, he's guy barely played last year. He's only his second year, not a big deal. But he is the, quarter, uh, he is the quarterback of the team. There's a lot of talent there. There's a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. And yes. I, Shanahan's a good coach. Yes. Uh, but the quarterback thing is it kind of feels like the Eagles a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Do I think Lance is on a short leash. I do too. Do you guys think that um, with McDaniel being gone, that that's kind of a um, is that going to hurt that offense? Because Shannon, mm-hmm. yes, he is a head coach, but he, I mean, did he call plays on Sunday? I think Shanahan mm-hmm. was still the play caller. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, yeah, I. You know what? You're right. Should we factor the Mike McDaniel leaving a little bit more? Yeah, probably. Absolutely. Yeah, we probably should. I think we just so look at Shanahan as the offensive guy there. Um, it's a good question, Barrett. You know, mm. I, I think, uh, yeah, something to keep in mind. I, I hadn't thought about that previously. Because right now it's, it's kind of like that whole um, that whole New England situation where they have Chris Forster and Bobby uh, Slowick are the two coordinators, co-coordinators, run specialist, passing specialist. Does that work? Does that, that means it has to go through three people. Before it gets to Trey Lance, three people. I don't love that. No, me neither, bro. That's it, it, it's yeah. just hard. Yeah. Uh, same thing with the Eagles, you know, with 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 Carson. You know, Carson. He couldn't. He couldn't work with it, man. He couldn't work with having to go with all those guys talking to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know Understood. if that works. Understood. Uh, Cardinals. Cardinals' biggest issue collapses the last couple of years. Kingsbury, Kyler Murray Ooh. have not played well late. They lose uh, Chandler Jones. DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for uh, the first six games as of right now. And that hasn't been chopped down at all, has it? It's still sitting at six, I think. Um, yep. So that's, you know, that's not a little thing. That's a big deal that you're not going to have one of the best receivers in the game for six you, games. Yeah, you saw how the offense was going when he wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah, when he got hurt last year. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't believe in them. I don't, I don't think that they're going to be in the playoffs. I think Dallas has a better chance of being in the playoffs than than the Cardinals do. 
I think first. people will be screaming for Kingsbury to be fired after this season. I really do. I agree with you. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that um, th- this team, uh, I don't think they got better this offseason. I think they're a decent team, a decent nucleus. Yep. But I don't think they got better. And DeAndre Hopkins not being there early on to bail out Kyler Murray is going to hurt this team to start. And I think Murray's going to uh, feel the pressures of this new contract. And it's all going to be brought up. You deleted everything you, that was associated to the Arizona Cardinals on your Instagram, your Twitter. Basically, you were pouting about not getting this contract. You finally got your money. You didn't live up to expectation. I think the walls, the walls of Jericho come crumbling down around Arizona this season. Mm, okay. That, right. that could be serious, man. I mean, yeah. That could be very serious. When you when you don't have when you don't have a leader that everybody can rely on, because I don't think they can rely on. Kyler Murray, you know, his antics at the end of the season, he made a right. lot of people, you know, what do you call a sore? I'm kind of sore about that. You know, he, yeah. he just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't show leadership qualities. You know, the demeanor that he had that, you know, you talk about it all the time, Rob, when you talk about Kyler Murray, his demeanor wasn't something that depicts the leader on a team. I agree. I agree with you. Um, mm-hmm. l- all right. Vikings, um, you know, new coach, which I think is probably a good thing, but sometimes it takes a little while to get acclimated, but a, a new coach, uh, you know, and the big question is Kirk Cousins in a big spot, right? We, we know it seems like every year he's got great numbers and he certainly has a lot of talent around him. But for whatever reason, not all his fault. It feels like in big games, he and the team have come up small, even with some some pretty good players the last few years. Um, I actually like them and I think they're going to be a playoff team this year. But there's definitely question marks there for sure because you're coming off of, you know, a lot of change in the offseason. <clears throat> I think if they put it all together, this Vikings team could be a Super Bowl representative team. Wow. They, have every, they have everything that you need on defense, offense. It comes down to Cousins. Can you win a game at a big moment, which he hasn't been able to do in the past? Um, you got the running game. You got a rugged offensive line. You, you've shored up your defense. I think the tree, and I've said this a number of times, I think the trio of linebackers are as good as any trio of linebackers in the NFC. Um you got 2,000-yard pass catchers uh, at your disposal if you can keep them healthy. Uh, their front seven is tight on defense. Uh, they can get after the quarterback, physical. I think they can contend. I think they can contend. I think if they could get if they could get Minnesota, in, uh, if they could get the Rams in their backyard in a playoff situation, Vikings might jump up and shock the world. Yeah, I just think they're a little old on the defensive side of the ball. That's my only. Mm-hmm. That's my only thing. You know, Hunter's old. Hicks is now old. Kendricks is old. Zadarius Smith is old. Patrick Peterson's old. Uh, Harrison Smith is old. All these old guys out there, you know, how good can you be? They are old. There's a lot of 30s. That old. Yeah, that yeah. Or late a whole 20s, lot so. of them. Yeah. So, you know, that's the, must my only gripe that they, they're real old. But, you know, look at the opposite side of the ball. I mean, Christian uh, Darisaw, baller. Good left tackle. Really good left tackle. Um, they got – they got guys that can go out there and catch. And, and what Kevin O'Donnell, uh, I mean, O'Connell told Justin Jefferson is, look, you see what I did for, um, I mean, uh, not I mean, Wes Phillips, so you see what I did for Cooper Cup. Do you don't think that I can make you a better Cooper Cup? Don't you know your skill set is better than Cooper Cup's? You, do you, I mean, are you denying my ability to get the ball to you? Mm-hmm. That's what he's thinking. So, the, you know, his eyes are lit up like now, like a, like a, Christmas tree. Yeah. 
you know, yes. he could be the next Cooper Cup. Absolutely. There's no reason he can't. All right, any 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 teams I'm missing there? If not, we will jump mm. into the surprises. Let's see. Any team? That I think New missing? Orleans. You can make a case for for sure. But Absolutely. we kind of talked about them earlier. Yeah, yeah. we talked about them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Nobody right, else. Well, Atlanta's gonna be <laughs> the, the the doormat. Yeah, Atlanta is that feels that feels like it's gonna be ugly. What about Carolina? What about what about Carolina? I, about? I think Carolina, two things. One, they're not bad defensively, and if McCaffrey stays healthy, I think they're they could be okay. I think they could be could be a decent team. If, if everything falls into place as you just said, are they a playoff contending team? I think they're if that's the if if that's the case, they're in it till the end, and then they come up just short. Okay, all right. They end up nine and eight, and it's not good enough. Okay. And that may not it may or may not salvage Rule's job if that's the mm, case. Right. Okay. I don't disagree with you. I was just curious. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go with some uh, surprises here um, that could be could be happening in week one. You, all right. Uh, Derek, you and I were on the same page. We touched on this pre-show. Yeah. The first um, two. Yeah. But, but the first one to me is, and maybe we're going to think we're nuts, is I think the Jags might might win outright week one. I think they uh, may upset the commanders. Who, mm. who, who knows Carson Wentz better than Doug Peterson? Okay. Yep. Uh, Jacksonville's improved. Uh, Trevor Lawrence did not sit well with him that he had endured what he endured last year after coming from that high profile program at Clemson. He's got a coach now who can help him see things a lot better from a quarter, qu- quarterback perspective. Um, I agree with you, Rob. I think Jacksonville can go in there and upset the apple cart and uh, get past Washington in that season opener. I just think too. No, don't don't pay any attention to what Doug says this week right. regarding Carson. He's going to say all the right things. Yeah, it left a really bad taste in his mouth the way Carson yeah. handled things yeah. the last year here. And I'm Very telling you, so. yeah, there is there's gonna there's a little revenge in, in Dougie P's you know visor that he, he wants to he he would like to see Carson go down. Trust me, I don't I don't, I don't disagree with you at all. You know, Doug is very competitive. Um, in some ways, it cost Doug his job. Um, with what happened with Carson Wentz. Uh, and I think Doug with the, you know, w- with the tools that he has at his disposal, he wants this one in a worse way. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, all right, Barry, you got one that could be a surprise? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I, I, that's basically it, man. I mean, if anything, you know, like you said, Washington could be a surprise, even though we don't like Carson, even though you saying he might, he, they, they might, Jacksonville might beat him. Uh, I think over the long haul, I think they'll be a better team than Jacksonville. Okay. But for this for this week, uh, an upset, I can't see an upset oh. right now. I I like the Vikings over the Packers. I'm sorry, Derek. I know that's going to no, no. I think they're evenly matched. Um, uh, but I, I think do. The, I think the Vikings have the advantage because you have a quarterback who's familiar with his what? receiving core. Yeah. Are y'all nuts? Yep. I'm telling you. Leave that peyote and, alone, man. And it's in Minnesota too. You Alaska. guys are seeing them. You guys are seeing them chickens. All right. So here, here's why I say that. I'm Minnesota you, up. They they beaten them straight up two out of three meetings. Uh, the Packers are zero and three against the spread last three in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Vikings what thirty four points last two games in Minnesota. Uh, Vikings yep. have won five of the last uh, thirteen or five five of. Yeah, five of thirteen straight up, which isn't as you know good, but, they're, but they've had real good numbers against them of late. Yep, they, they really Aaron Rodgers struggles in Minnesota. He does for whatever the reason he struggles in Minnesota, 
And now right. you don't have your safety blanket, Devontae Adams, anymore. Um, first game of the season um, in Minnesota. Minnesota Green Bay's won the division the last three years. Vikings want to make a statement right out of the gate. I can see the Vikings taking that game. I really could. All right, so you guys – all right, so you guys going to – Put that foolishness out there. I ain't trying to hear that. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm you don't do you don't think the Vikings have a good team? I do think they have a good team, but not better than what I saw with um with, what I see with um the Packers. I just think they're too oh. they're, they're they're too strong on the defensive side of the ball to even entertain that. But there Vikings are some matchups. Yeah, Vikings got a good defense. <clears throat> yeah, but still, there are some good matchups that might surprise some some people. All right, tell me, tell me, give me one. Steelers upset the Bengals. There you go. That's one I, of my. That's my third one. I like that too. I I didn't put it in my group, but I looked at it. That I I'm with you, Barrett. I feel like Super Bowl hangover, lost. Sniff yourself a little bit this off season yep. because of the run that you had. Pittsburgh's defense is still legit, and Trubisky doesn't kill you. That yep. that's your. That's how you win it. And TJ Watt is going to be. Is he playing this game? I know he got injured in preseason. Yes. Is he playing? I think so he's yeah, coming after. He's coming after Joe Burrow. He's yep. coming after Joe Burrow. He's that man had 22 and a half sacks last year. He's had what 37 in the last two years, something like that. Yeah. That man is a one man wrecking crew. He's coming after. He's coming after Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is going to have to get to his receivers pretty quickly. But you know what? I look at his Steelers defense, Barrett, and I don't think it's as dominant a defense. It wasn't a real dominant defense last year. It was a T.J. Watt defense. It wasn't overall a dominant defense. And I, I think. And I I'll think Cincinnati that. can do some damage against this defense. But I do like – it's one of my four games. Now, my fourth game is going to have you guys falling off your chair when I, well, when I say this. I'm going to give you my number two game. Okay. You guys going to think I'm crazy. But um, just listen to me. Uh-huh. Jets beat the Ravens. Woo! With Flacco? With Flacco. Quarterback? Flacco. Flacco. And that's the reason why I said Flacco is starting. Um he gets that offense running in the right direction. Their defense is okay. Uh, I just don't like the way the Ravens' whole situation is. Today's the last day that um, – that uh, To negotiate, know, he, yeah. You know, deal. Jackson can negotiate a deal. Oh, um, I, I just – I just that team wants to play. They want to be good. I know they're not good, but they want to be good. I think they can go out there and give the Ravens all they want. Mm. I, I'm, all right, I'm not feeling wow. that one. I'm not feeling – I can't back the Jets till I see a little bit more. Uh, well, if you're, if you're not backing that one, I know you, neither one of you are going to back this one. All right. There's been so much hype around this team, and we just had James Palmer on, and we think it's David versus Goliath. But I can see Seattle knocking off Denver in that first game. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. With, have, with, with dude, that quarterbacking crew that they have? Let so me have got, can I can I some FPL do you got, bro? Let me get some FPL. You, you got D, DK Metcalf, you Tyler Lockett, Noah Fant. Yeah, you, know, you got a good running back back. Who's over throwing there. them the ball? Geno Smith dinking and dunking his way down the field. Um, there's so much hype on Russell Wilson going back and getting his revenge. And he's loaded with wide receiver weapons. And they're supposed to have a good defense. It's the first week of the season. And I'm I'm basing it on what Greg Cosell told us. There's always four or five games that first week that make you go, wow, that happened. And I'm just putting it in that category that somehow, some way, Pete Carroll wants to stick it to Russell Wilson at home. And Pete Carroll comes up with a game plan 
and shocks the world. That'll be their biggest. That'll be Seattle's biggest win of the season. After that, they'll go six and eleven. I'll give both of you guys huge props if either one of those games you just you just said. <laughs> I mean, I will give. I will all hail if, 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 if the Jets win or or Seattle wins. I, I God and, bless. And if they win, what are you going to say Monday? What are you going to say? I will. I will. I will do the. We, we're not worthy. I'm not worthy. Uh, <laughs> will you will you dye your hair green? No, why does everything is have to be? I'm dyeing my hair green. <laughs> but, From your goatee how do we always hair. get back there, man? Right, goatee right. green. Oh, everything man. everyone's gonna be uh, Jalen Mills all of a sudden. Like, what's going on? <laughs> oh my god. Did I do the finger wag? Should I finger oh. wag? Oh, oh man. I'll tell you what I hope. I have my gut is telling me one thing and my head yeah. and my, my my head's telling me one thing, my heart's saying, please no. I think the Cowboys might upset the Bucks. That's a good one. That's it's another one on my list. One. What do you got, the Pope? Hey, guys, just put me in, dog. Another one on my list. This stuff <laughs> Wherever you get this stuff from, get, put me in, man. I, I need, I need ayahuasca. Too, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You remember? Uh, you guys remember? Um, what was that? What was that movie with the the, uh, the Cowboys, Young Guns? Yeah. Oh, chickens! He <laughs> was out there making that spiritual journey. He had to shoot the gun on the cliff. Uh, about chickens. That's what you guys are doing right now, man. Hey look, hey, look, Dak Prescott came out last week and said, we're ready to show people. We understand. We hear what people are saying about us. We're ready to show people that we're not as bad as you think we are. First game of the season. Remember, Dallas at home against Tampa. Yeah. First game. I'm kind of feel- – look, the, what, my biggest concern is Dallas, you know, getting to Brady. But that's going to be an issue all year with the Bucks. But, yeah, I think it's – I don't know, I- man. I it's would do not more. out of the realm of reality. I'd have more respect for you if you just said Big Red loses to uh, to to um, the Cardinals. That's a possibility. I don't like the Cardinals, man. I don't like them either. I think Mahomes is going to be on a mission Sunday. I know, but he can't stop anybody, man. Now their Patrick defense is Mahomes good. is going to be throwing underhanded throws, over the over the shoulder throws. Over the head throws, he's gonna be making all kind of throws that you can be sitting there going, "Oh my goodness, he did that again." Kingsley just Kelsey. can't do it, huh? Kingsley just can't do it. No, Tra- Tra- Travis Kelsey's gonna be drawing up plays in the dirt again, like they did the playoff game last year. Yeah, it's gonna be a sh- it's gonna be like a circus in uh, in Arizona. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah, I, I'm not feeling that one. Well, I, I, I'm definitely not feeling Tampa Bay beating Dallas. <laughs> I'm I hope I'm wrong. You mean Tampa Bay right. losing to Dallas? Yeah, let's let's hope. Yeah, lose. Yeah, lose. Yeah, you yeah. mean Tampa Bay losing to Dallas? Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose to Dallas. Hey, right. That's why. That's why these are fun exercises, man. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, we can laugh at ourselves or pat ourselves on the back on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, if, if you do that, it'd be, your your shoulders will your shoulders will break if you I do know. that. <laughs> Tater cuff. Yeah. All right. So we'll come back. Uh, there's a a recant. A another gig for a, a popular uh, sports personality. Dabo gets paid. We got birthdays uh, and we have uh, movies, so we got all kinds of stuff when we come back. So don't roll, don't go anywhere. We'll keep talking uh, NFL and Eagles as well. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. Let's talk a little Flynn Tree Services because Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So do you have any tree issues on your yard, in your yard or on your property? If you do, they're just a quick phone call away. They are experts at trimming all types of trees and serve Southeastern PA, South Jersey, Northern Delaware. 
Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Now, keep in mind, we've had some bad storms the last couple of days, but it is hurricane season. It's storm season. Now's a great time to get your trees evaluated before it really hits in full force. Make sure that everything's good to go. You go to their Facebook or Instagram page for a little bit more information or sampling of their work. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848, or online at FlynnTreeServices.com. That's FlynnTreeServices.com. Philadelphia fans were cut from a different cloth. Born into a brotherhood and bonded to our team for life. We believe anything is possible because we've witnessed the impossible. While we may be from different neighborhoods, come Sunday, we are one and we will be heard. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. The faces you know, the team you trust. The Delaware Valley's leading news program, Action News. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, We've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. We are back. Final segment of the show on this Thursday. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Barrett, Derek, Rob. All right, so uh, did you see the Doug Gottlieb 
story where he recanted what he had initially said on the radio. Uh, he does a radio show for Fox Sports. And he essentially said that um, this goes back to the Freddie Freeman free agency situation. Mm -hmm. So he reported that Casey Close, who is Freddie Freeman, and he represents a lot of guys, by the way, but he is Freddie Freeman's agent. He said that Casey Close never revealed to Freddie Freeman that uh, the Braves made a final counteroffer for money either close to or better than what the Dodgers gave him. Mm -hmm. Now, there were some issues because Freddie Freeman fired him. After mm -hmm. the all-star break close, he was, he wasn't happy with the way something went down. However, Casey close and his agency sued Doug Gottlieb and Gottlieb retracted basically everything and issued a former, a formal apology and a statement on the whole thing. Sounds to me like uh, Doug got scared. He was, you know, going to get hammered money wise and, you know, recant it went back on his, uh, his word here, but that's a pretty interesting story. Mm. Got got fired, man. How are you gonna get a guy fired like that? Bro? Yeah, exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Total lie, man. It's, see, that's one thing about us media folk, man. You you got to be held accountable for what you say. Yep. You know, I mean, I mean, if it's damning like that, then yeah, you know, you just can't say it out your mouth. You got to have sources. You got to understand, you know, uh, that if you say something, you got to be accountable for what you say. Mm -hmm. I've had to backtrack a lot. You know what I'm saying? I, I had to backtrack on 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 Carson Wentz. I was there. I was like, there was no way on God's green earth that the Eagles will let thirty was it thirty four million dollars sit on the cap, dead cap money. Yep, and dead cap money. It would never happen. It just doesn't happen. What happens? The biggest cap hit in the history of the NFL happened right here. In but this that's season. an opinion, though, Barry. Like there, the difference is what we we traffic in opinions. That's fine. Yeah. Like you saying, hey, I don't think that's going to happen. There's no way right. that's going. to is different than I've been told by the Eagles organization that they will not cut Carson Wentz. That's different. Gottlieb yeah, said, yeah. I was told that Freddie Freeman never got that offer. And he was never told that, huh? No, he, no, he said he, his sources let him down and all this. So the statement basically was, um, again, so Gottlieb said, upon further vetting of my sources, a review of the lawsuit filed against me in this matter and a direct conversation with Casey himself I have learned that the conduct I allege did not occur and that there is no credible basis for stating that it did. My ultimate investigation yeah, into this matter confirms that Casey Close did, in fact, communicate all offers to Freddie Freeman and the sources I relied on were incorrect in no uncertain terms. You didn't want to get sued. Right. That, that is 100 percent. I don't I'm covering my ass and I'm, I'm going to say, sorry, please don't sue me. Okay, thank you. Because Casey Close dropped it. He didn't. He is not suing him. Okay, so even with that said, what did Freeman fire? That's a great question. See, if, if that if, if everything that that Godleaf said was, you know, I, I I take it back. Well, obviously Freeman talks to Casey on a regular basis. Basis. He trusts this guy to get him the best deal possible. So if Casey told Freeman, "Hey, Atlanta's offered you a." As good a deal as the Dodgers, probably better than the Dodgers. Why did Freeman fire him anyway? Here's what I wonder. I wonder if Freeman feels that that went down that way. Freeman or somebody in Freeman's camp related that to Gottlieb, but there isn't proof. There isn't a smoking gun. That right. that's what went down. Right. I don't know. I, right. I, that's just, a, I don't know. Throw it right. out there. Mm -hmm. That sure. sounds exactly the way Interesting. It was. Very yeah. interesting. 
so weird, weird story, right? But uh, I wonder, I wonder how far this goes with Gottlieb and you know his employers. If he, if whatever, if he still you know maintains his job, we'll see. Uh, Pat McAfee, who has now like taken over the the entire industry, who is uh, to his credit, you know, broke away from bar stools, did his own thing streaming, uh, and crushed it has now joined ESPN's college game day. He's just taking on more and more roles. Um, man, what a meteoric rise he's had. It's amazing. From a what punter, former getting punter. Paid, getting paid yes. more than he was a punter. Way more. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, it's not often you leave a professional sport and make like five times what you made when you were right. working in a sport. And Aaron Rodgers is one of his regulars. That tells you. That's unbelievable. It, that went a long way for him when when all that was going down and some of the COVID stuff and where you were not where you immunized and all that. The Aaron Rodgers weekly feature really helped his career. Oh my yeah. goodness! I tell you what, though, you better not have sensitive ears listening to one of his shows. I say that because every word you can think of comes out of his mouth on those shows. Well, it's like Chris Long too. Yeah, Chris is well, very yeah, very Chris. much like that. Yep. Yeah, true. And so is uh, what's his name, Joe uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's yep. the same yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. maybe that's the key, that Rob. You, you know, that's the key, Rob. You need to curse more. You need to curse more. Yeah, you need to curse what more. What the? Yeah, my mom yeah. listens, so I can't curse. That's right. Mrs. Brooks is on there, and we know she's not feeling great, so we got to be careful. <laughs> yeah. My, and, my, and my wife usually is only a shoe throw away, so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm not. You know, I'm not going down like that. I hear you, man. All right, so Dabo Sweeney gets 10 years, 115 million, a buck 15, 115 million. He's now locked in until like uh, 2090, I think it feels like, but it's it's a long way off. But he's making 11.5 million now. The only college coach getting paid more is Saban. Nick Saban makes more, but Dabo's number two now. I love Dabo Sweeney, man. I'm a big fan of his. Every time you listen to him talk, like uh, before a game or at halftime, or if you see him talking, you know, at a press conference, I love everything about this guy. You know, from what you can tell, he's as honest as the day is long. Uh, just down, down to earth, good old boy, yep. who's 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 coached at the highest you can coach, won a national championship. Players love playing for him. You know what? Kudos to him. Get all yeah. you can while you slept can. In the, slept in the car at college. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. he's a walk-on wide receiver at Alabama. Yeah. yeah. Then his then, then his mom moved in with him. He's in the dorm. He had a tough life. Yeah, his dad uh, died young. They were really poor. Him and yeah. his mom, and they they had a they, he had a tough uh, tough deal growing up. So he, yeah, but I mean, it is, I, I just want to see how he's going to do. Like he didn't look that impressed the last game. His defense, you know, my boy Brett Venables is gone now. He's now in Oklahoma, so I want to see how that defense goes out. You know, Trot's son is out there too. Yeah, Trot's son yep. is oh, yeah. uh, one of the middle linebackers. Yeah, I I um I I'm not sold on the quarterback either. I, I yeah, think the kid who's yeah. behind him right, might right. be the guy before yeah. sooner rather than later. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. But you're right. They didn't play great, Barrett. I thought they they came on as the game went on. They came on. Yep. More, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But not great. Um, all right, birthdays. So let's start with this one. Eagles owner Jeffrey Lurie, 71 years yeah. old. What? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey. Brother Jeffrey. said Jeffrey. Like, what do, you, what do you get Jeffrey for his birthday? How do you, you know what I mean? Like what? Another what trophy, he, another Super Bowl trophy. That's a good answer. I'm going to get him a good answer there. A gift card to White Castles. Good. Oh, my goodness. You're going to tear that man's insides up. Oh, my goodness. Oh, <laughs> Way to swing it back, man. That was Golly. impressive. 
<laughs> just think about this. He paid $185 million for the Eagles back in, what, 95? Yep. Yeah. Look at what that franchise is worth right now. Yeah. And it yeah. was the high. It was the highest um, anybody ever paid for a sports team at the yep. time. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Now it's worth what, four or five billion dollars. Billion. Yeah, Woo! it's incredible what, he, what he's growing. And, and you know, build a stadium, build a real practice facility. You know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So he created. So. He he coined the term gold standard. He did. He did. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, all right. A couple others. Uh, Maurice Cheeks, as John yeah. points out, Mo Cheeks, Hall of Famer, number ten retired. Coach the Sixers is has been a longtime assistant with Billy Donovan, whether he was in Oklahoma or Chicago, uh, Mo Cheeks. But yeah, one of the uh, one of the great Sixers of all time uh, for Mo. Pink Doylestown's own Pink is forty three. You know. Yeah, forty three years young for Pink. Um, certainly, well, I give her credit, man. She's been around a good twenty years now. Pink that had a good career. Sense. You know, um, she she has sold over 135 million records worldwide. That includes 60 million albums and 75 million singles. Whoa, that's that's a career right there. That's big time. Yeah, that is big time. Is um, she, she married to like a, a famous drummer or something like that? She's married to a um, an X Games guy, like a skateboarder. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's right. yeah. Um, all right, a couple other. Patsy Cline was born in 1932. The great singer died really yeah. young. Yeah. Uh, did Patsy Cline. Uh, Wiz Khalifa, 35 years old. Uh, uh, he he uh, put together my theme song that I still use today. Oh, yeah? We Them Boys. There you go. Hold See? up, hold up, hold up. Gaten Matarazzo, he's in Stranger Things, which I haven't seen, which I heard is really good. He's 20. I have not yep. seen it. Yep. I've not you. seen that one either. To be honest. I've heard good things. Um, Amy Mann, who used to be in uh, Till Tuesday, who was a great singer, is 62. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lorenz Tate is 47. What was his best movie? Oh. Dead Presidents. That is a good movie. That's a good movie, man. That is a good movie. Um, who else? Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas from Home yeah. Improvement is yeah. 41. Yep. Peter Sellers uh, was born in 1925. In David Arquette, Cusso. yeah, uh, David Arquette, 51 years old. Uh, Benjamin Orr, who you may not be familiar with, but he was in the group The Cars. He was born in 1947. He passed away. He sang, he was the lead in uh, Drive, the song Drive. Mm. He's going to drive you home tonight. That yep. song. Love that song. Which was written by Rick Ocasek, who was the other lead singer. That's a pretty generous wow. move when you write a song and give it to the other guy to sing. Yeah, yeah. Generous move. That's awesome. uh, Sid Caesar, born a great comedian, actor, uh, one of the, the original television people, born in 1922. That's all I got, Gunner. What else you got? What? Come on, man. What? Who, who do we have? Slim Thug, man. Slim, Slim Thug. Thug. I should have gotten that. Yeah, Slim Thug. Slim you know who? What? Yeah. You don't know about Slim Thug. I should have gotten that one. No, I'm just playing, Bear. I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, I should have gotten oh, that boy! One. Yeah. Man, yeah you missed, a, you're right. You, you missed a big one, Rob. Who? Who'd I miss? Uh, Avicii, uh, the the DJ who was world renowned. Um, the funny thing was, you know, he he was he became so popular so quick yeah. that he retired from touring at the age of twenty six. Um, at the age of twenty six, because of uh, fatigue and mental health, poor health issues, and he died at the age of twenty eight. But he blew up. You know, he started mixing records when he was sixteen years old. Blew up. Yeah. 
yeah. uh, became this big star, and I guess just couldn't handle it. And man, he was so talented, man. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. He, he was in it. He had a run where it felt like every song that was out, he was involved in it. So, oh my like, goodness. Producing yeah. it, or you know, yeah, he was he was a big time guy. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Um, uh, Bernie right. Sanders. Oh, Bernie. I did. I missed, but I have it on my list. Yep. He's 81, okay. right? 81. Yep. yep. Uh, Heather Thomas. Oh, Heather 80s, Thomas. 80s. Yeah, she, she gave up acting in 1998 to focus more on uh, writing and her family. Okay. Um, but uh, she was, she was a uh, big time back in her day. Yeah. Eighties. She was strong. Eighties. Tyler Eifert. Now here's what I don't understand. The Tyler Eifert's out of the league. He's still a free agent. How's that possible? A lot of injuries. That dude got hurt. I mean, he took him. He, he was banged yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? He, you know, do you know he? Um, he is the brother-in-law of Dallas offensive guard Zach Zach Martin. I did not I know, know that. that. And him and Zach Martin were roommates at Notre Dame. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I did uh, know let's see. Good pull. Malcolm Floyd, receiver, came into the okay. league. Notre Dame, uh, another Notre Dame. Yep. Kid. Came into the league as an undrafted free agent in 2004. Spent his entire 12-year career with the Chargers. Oh, that's a different wow. – okay. I'm thinking of yeah, a different, a different Michael Floyd. Michael Floyd. Yep. Yeah, the, yep. the receiver. Um, oh, here's one. They'll bring back memories. Remember uh, Willie and Willie Tyler, fam- uh, famous for Willie and Lester, the puppet? Oh, God, Remember yeah. 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 <laughs> Remember that? Willie and Lester? Uh, we're going back, man. Oh, yeah. That's like 70s, like gong show kind of stuff. Yeah. He's 82 <laughs> now. Um, let's see. Brooke Burke. Mm. Uh, Martin, Martin Freeman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martin Freeman, that's my guy from uh, from uh, the Hobbits, man. That's it. And okay. uh, yep, that's it. All right, good work, that's it. Yeah. Well, we got two good ones. That three good ones, maybe movies. One Psycho, the original, nineteen sixty. Oh skip. man, the shower scene. Ooh, yeah, with man. The blade and the knife. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's real. That scene is like, man. You 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 open up your shower curtain, kind of looking around before you get Ooh. in. You know, after you watch that uh, for a minute. So I was, that was shocking when it first came out. Everybody oh, was like tripping off that. Yeah, that and was. Me, big. And let me tell you something. First time I saw. Speaking of you know movies that affect you, the first time I saw the movie. Um, uh, the Exorcist. Oh, oh yeah. Hey man, I was checking under my bed, closets yeah, everywhere no. for like. You leave the light on, I think, when you go. Oh to sleep yeah, that man. Night, yeah, yeah, dog. yeah. <laughs> Messing around with that movie. I mean, it's movies like that, like Jaws. They're always yeah. gonna haunt you. I yes. Mean, you, man. Can you believe Jaws? You never really, the first Jaws. You never saw the shark, man. That's crazy. I know. It was too. The thing was too wonky like spielberg was like what are we going to do and then he decided a brilliant move to shoot all around it like to make just make it made it that much scarier you know it was it was brilliant but tell me you mm. still don't if you're on the beach you're not kind of peering out there looking for that fin a little bit you still oh yeah you oh with all the shark attacks we've seen in the last 10 years no i doubt. don't go above my knees in the ocean man i ain't messing around anymore man I'm, I'm, hey man that's that's the ocean's house i mean that's the that's the fish has house you don't mess around with that fish right <laughs> uh nurse betty came out in 2000 not bad yeah nurse I, didn't, betty. I didn't see i knew it was i didn't see that one nah that yeah. nothing special nothing special really uh that was pretty oh uh kickboxer uh, was that John Claude in the what was that the late eighties early early nineties? <laughs> that was yeah, that movie. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. Kickboxer, man. Rob, yeah, it wasn't Rob, bad. Rob, that you know, movie. Dude, going. Rob. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> Rob, Rob, that no? movie was like. Nah, not a big fan. Okay, yeah, it was like, right. I'm a fan Amen. of John Claude, but not not that movie. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. All right, well that's it, boys. Uh, so tomorrow we we get you cranked up even more for this Eagles game as we are uh, a step closer. We'll recap everything that went down tonight in the game, 
as well. I want to thank Xander Kraus producing, everybody in the chat room, everybody listening, streaming. Stay tuned. National Football Show with Dan Cilio. For Derek, for Barrett, I'm Rob. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'll be back tomorrow at noon Eastern. Sports Take. Mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.